Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Thomas and Caballeros. wanted to do that since uh, I've seen what's uh, Bill O'Reilly lose it, you know, before they went on live, right? <laughs> so I figured, yeah. why not, man? Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Dave Duenas, with my co-host, Amilcar and Kenny T. Uh, we are up live on Blog Talk and, as you can see, up on YouTube, finally. Good job, Kenny. Awesome. Good job, Amilcar. And you guys put in a lot of work, man. Uh, it was getting stressful. Teamwork, we were, baby. We, you know Teamwork. what I mean? Teamwork. And uh, we were, uh, um, I got to get me my Gatorade, man. I was sweating it out for a little bit here, but, but can you keep reassuring me? I got it. Don't worry, D. We're going to do it. Um, but like, like a good team, we put it together. And like a good team, we put the work so we can reach the, the fruits of winning. And that's exactly what we did. But that's not what Ruiz did. That's not what Andy Ruiz did on Saturday night on The Zone. I don't know. Here, guys, I got to ask you guys this because – there's two yeah. things out right now about the fight. Andy Ruiz lost a very – I mean, he was outboxed basically by Anthony Joshua, which did a fantastic job. I said he had to do the Lennox, uh, Lennox Lewis, uh, Latimer Kalisco. But the two things that are in box right now that are major topics in the boxing world is one is how boxing fans feel about Andy Ruiz, the lack of respect that he had <laughs> – for the for the for the heavyweight world title, you know, he him immediately saying in the post interview, I partied for three months. Um, I didn't take it serious. I'm gonna do better the third time around. The other thing that that is a major talk right now is the performance of Anthony Joshua. Not many folks were too excited about his win the way he did it. I mean, we're congrats, congratulating him, but at the same time, I see a lot of people putting him down, um, being critical. Uh, saying that he ran scared. Uh, I know Kenny didn't say any of that. Kenny's right now is going to be asking no, for no, a no. pro here, Emil Carr. I got know? a huge smile on my face, baby. <laughs> yeah, this is true. And it's, I knew it too. I'll be like, honest with you. I'll be honest with you guys. I did a little workout at work. I jumped rope, push-ups, abs. You know, I was in the gym for about an hour and a bit. It was probably more work than Andy Ruiz did during his training camp. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying, I'm keeping it real. You know, do do I need to take the shirt off? I mean, I know we're live. You know, do I need to show the gun? <laughs> did, you, did you guys uh, hear what what, what Paulie Malignaggi said about him? About Ruiz? No, what did, no, he, what did say? he say? I never listened he to him. He said that he said that that Ruiz went into the fight looking like a fat tub of shit. Uh, I mean, like that. Ver- I don't like to like call that. human being. I don't like to name human beings after excrement. But he right. was definitely fat. He was definitely <laughs> fat. That's for sure. Oh, bro, he was carrying yeah. the turkey from Thanksgiving. He definitely was carrying yeah, the turkey from Thanksgiving. Yeah, fourteen yeah. fucking pounds overweight. I, you know, Jeez I, I, Louise. So let's so Jeez, let's, Louise. Go, let's go back to the, let's go back to the question. What were you more right. disappointed in, uh, Andy Ruiz or the way Andy Joshua won the? Title? I mean, because I talked to a few folks and they were like, "Hey, man, yeah. good, I mean, good for him, but 
Dude, I mean, it didn't really even seem like he wanted to even try to get that revenge. And I was like, yeah, but a win's a win. You look, you take the win, you look good tomorrow. And that's pretty much what he did. I mean, I think we all forget the sweet science. But I know the comparisons. I didn't like the comparisons that the zone commentators were, were making, you know, about, uh, uh, you know, Lennox and, 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 and Latimer Clisco. Yeah, he, he, like, he took a small page, but they failed to mention, though, that Clisco and Lennox finished the show every time with a KO, even though when they were stinking up the I, I think that, that the only thing more disrespectful than Andy Ruiz's weight and his lack of training prior to this fight is comparing what Anthony Joshua did to Lennox Lewis. Uh, Anthony Joshua was beated from, uh, sorry, uh, beaten from pillar to post by Andy Ruiz, okay? Knocked down four times, all right? forced into the uh, fetal position in the middle of the ring and spit out his gum shield, was told to walk <laughs> towards the referee and couldn't do it, all right? Lennox was knocked out by one punch, all right, in South Africa in Johannesburg by uh, Hassim Rahman and made it a point, a statement point, to knock out Rahman in a round prior to the round that he was knocked out in. So <clears throat> he was not boxing on his toes. He was not you know, dancing around. He was not uh, engaging in the sweet science of hitting and not being hit. All right. He decided that he wanted to knock out Hasim Rahman. Uh, and and uh, Anthony Joshua did not make that statement. All right. He did not make the effort to, you know, uh, clear all the cobwebs, the drama, everything that had passed uh, in uh, Madison Square Garden. So, no, I, I don't think that's a fair comparison. I mean, you got to admit, um, though, he boxed beautiful, though. Right, Kenny? I mean, I think he so. boxed. I, 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 know, I know that I some agree. fans want to label it was running, but I say it was boxing smart, and that's what he did. Hey, he just got knocked out brutal. Let's not forget that. Andy Ruiz put hands on him. Yeah. And my biggest problem with Andy Ruiz is that did he, did he forget, guys, that he had to work to get that title the first time? Because he almost felt like he thought – this title, I mean, I should keep the title, so AJ, you should just come in front of me and stand in front of me, because it's supposed to be my night. I'm the champion. I just had a real, I mean, when I was watching it, honestly, I, when I was watching it, I was embarrassed for Andy Ruiz. But I was happy I was for too. AJ. You know? But I was happy for yeah. AJ. I, 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 you yeah. know, the... Look, AJ the question, did his thing. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 uh... I have to agree with uh, uh, some with David, and I have to highly disagree with you, Emilcar. Uh, you would, um, yeah, definitely. I'm a big AJ fan, and I, I, hey, I have my, I have eyes, and these eyes give me my own opinion. Emilcar, uh, your camera's off the stream. Uh, stream. I don't know what you did, but your your camera's no longer on the stream. So please fix that back. Thank you. Uh, Continuing forward, uh, I think that uh, Anthony Joshua, uh, uh, he did his thing, man. He like uh, like uh, you say, he didn't do the sweet science of not being hit. He did hit and not get hit. He looked he looked great. He looked, uh, and I give him all respect for that. I don't care that he didn't knock Andy Ruiz out. Yes, Andy Ruiz whooped him badly in the first fight. It would have been nice though. It would have been nice. It would have been, nice, been nice. It, it would have been, been nice. a plus one. It would have been a plus right. one. You know what I'm saying? It 100 would have been a plus one. But I am 100% okay with the outcome of the fight and the way that it went. Why? Because it's like Errol Spence, right? Where, uh, uh, people told Errol Spence, you can't box. You can fight. You can only knock people out. Anthony Joshua, you can't box. 
you can't fight. You you you're not skilled as Andy Ruiz. Your experience is too low. You 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 can't. There's no way that you're gonna beat Andy Ruiz by boxing him. You gotta knock him out to win. Right. And guess what? And guess what? He outboxed him. He outclassed him for the entire fight. I I, I think I gave maybe the 11th round to Ruiz and everything else with AJ, 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 AJ. So you know, it's like uh. You got you got to give him respect. You got to tip the, your hat to the dude. It's like Errol Spence, like I said. You got to give the dude respect for the way that he beat Mikey Garcia, a dude that's supposed to be on such a higher level IQ in boxing. He out completely outclassed him. And yes, the weight had parts to do with it, but you can't blame anybody. But yeah, I don't know, that, man. So. Hey, let me tell you this, no. guys. Let me tell you. Let me just put put point this out here because I know a lot of folks are going to be using the weight, uh, 14 pounds, 15 pounds heavier than when he originally was in the first fight, but I get the sense the AJ that we got today would have posed a lot of problems to the Andy Ruiz that he had faced six months ago. And just to throw this out there, too, the thirsty boxing ghoul in me wanted AJ to to finish the fight with a knockout. I think that would have put the cherry on the top. But, But at the same time, I understand he was knocked out brutally in the first fight, so that's still got to be in the back of his mind. He still, I mean, when he got touched, he made sure he caught himself and said, no, 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 no. We're not doing this again, my friend. Not again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, look, I, I, dis- I agree with Kenny. I actually agree with you. I don't have a problem with the way AJ boxed. I, the way AJ boxed is fine. Great. He outboxed them. It was damn near a shutout. All right. Andy Ruiz did not look good, but at the end of the day, you know, AJ can only fight what's in front of him. My problem isn't with how AJ boxed. My problem is the comparison to Lennox Lewis, someone who I grew up like really idolizing and, and, and admiring as a fighter. So right. AJ's AJ, Lewis is Lewis. Just don't conflate the two. What AJ did is fine, but don't say that that was a uh, Lennox Lewis type performance because it wasn't. I, I it was agree a two point one zero. It was like you know, uh, half of what Lennox would have done. Like I said, what was missing from the recipe was that Lennox or even Klitschko would have gotten the KO. They would have d- at yeah. least done that because the jab would have broke up their their opponent. It still leaves me though thinking, okay, Joshua did a you know a semi performance of Lennox Lewis and Klitschko, but this is one fight that he finally came back. And decided to listen to his trainers because that was the key thing. Listen to your trainer. So I wonder him with a second fight. If he comes and implicates the same plan, is his jab going to be stronger? Is he going to be a bit more confident? You know, are the questions about his chin still going to be lingering around in his head? I don't know. I think this is what makes that performance still very questionable, but at the same time, very excellent in the way he commanded it, the way he cemented it, and the way he decided to adopt it and not leave any doubts in the ring that he couldn't box, Kenny? I agree with you about that. Well, he left no doubts that he can box, but he left a lot of doubts about whether he could beat up an out-of-shape, 283-pound, you know, well, undersized heavyweight. You, could he knock that out? I think those doubts are still in the air. No, oh, no, I, hi- I highly disagree with you. I highly disagree with you. I think those doubts are still he, in the he, air. He, Open question. He has knocked out bigger and stronger dudes. I highly disagree with you. I'm very happy that he did not go for the knockdown. Actually, I think it would have been very stupid for him to go for the knockdown. This, uh, uh, this, is the first time, this is the first time in his career that he's been knocked out. 
he that didn't happen. He he barely had an amateur career. It didn't happen early on in his career. Lennox Lewis, I'm pretty sure in the amateurs, he probably got hit, knocked down, maybe knocked. Oh, I don't know. I don't know his full story. But well, he boxed two Olympic got, Games. He boxed in '84. He okay, boxed okay, in '88. Yep. But Anthony Joshua does not have that extensive amateur career, and this is the first time that he's actually been knocked out in a fight. Yes, he got knocked down in the Olympics, but he has, to my knowledge, he was a knocked out. There's a difference. So, right. Uh, there, there's a lot of mental work the guy had to do. He had to come back strong. He had to come change his whole mental game. It's not like Lennox Lewis, who was a super experienced fighter and, and is already stable, strong-minded the entire way through. As you said, this is a guy that does not have as much experience. So, hey, I completely commend the fact that he was able to keep his head clear and not go to the animal instinct of trying to put the guy on his ass late in the fight. I, That's I true discipline, my friend. Kenny, we, we, David and Kenny, discipline. we agree. Yeah. We agree. Right. I mean, he did what he had to do. He proved he could box. He went 12 rounds. He beat Andy Ruiz convincingly. No dispute. My dispute yeah. with, with any with and it's not with you or with David. It's with people that have made the comparison to Lennox Lewis. There Lennox no Lewis. No, I get that. Knocked no, out I, that, the people who knocked yep. him out. You, you Lennox can't Lewis it to, to, knocked out sorry. the people who who knocked out who knocked him out. Okay, he did that. So let's put AJ in AJ's own lane. He's very good in his lane. All right, he did very well for himself. He recaptured the title. Let's just put Lennox Lewis aside. That's all I'm Ooh, saying. I agree well, I with everything hey, else you guys have said. A milk card just the Andre Ward card on you right now, Kenny. Stay in your lane, okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right, if there's a noise, I'm cracking, I'm cracking open a Canada Dry, just so you guys know. I'm very thirsty. No, uh, no, I ran no here, worries, man. I ran here from I work. Uh, yeah, there we go. go. Canada Dry. Hey, Thank really you. quickly. Really quickly, I just want to thank the nine live viewers that we have. We have we currently have nine people who are viewing this live. I just want to thank you guys and thank you for watching. And free, feel free to call in. I think it's time for your announcement, David. Uh, yeah, good fight fans. You want to call in? You want to tell us your thoughts about this past Saturday fight between Andy Ruiz and Anthony Joshua getting the revenge? No matter how you want to call it, he did get his revenge. He got his titles back on the zone. You certainly can. Three four seven two one five. Seven five nine eight. Tell me who you want to see AJ face next, and what do you think about Andrew Ruiz, man? Uh, I see people already counting him out. I don't count the kid out. I still say this might have been a wake-up call for him. I know that he had trouble at top yep. rank. They dropped him because of this this fact here that there's a bit of laziness in him. But you know what? Get in a little. Tell me this, guys. Get in a little bit of taste of that fame, a little bit of taste of that money, and it went to his head. He had a very lackluster uh, performance because of, you know, he had too much turkey, too much Snickers, whatever the case is. <laughs> but can you really count him out in believing that he could go back to the drawing board this time and listen to Manny Rubio's the way Anthony, Anthony Joshua listened to his trainer? Because remember this, the first yeah. fight that these two men had, it was AJ who wasn't listening to his corner. Yeah. I, um... Yeah, no, I definitely do not count Andy Ruiz Jr. out. No, uh, he just came in a little out of shape, and and and, and uh, the dude is a the dude is a guy who's coming from the gutter, you know, like like oh we all do. The guy the guy right. uh, is not a dude that comes from money. 
So getting your first taste of money, I get how it could completely throw off somebody's point of views or uh, somebody's mental focus. I, I understand. No, Andy Ruiz has definitely has a career in the heavyweight division, and I would love to see that fight that they were talking about, which was uh, uh, Ruiz versus Kaunaki. I just think that Ruiz, uh, I think that he needs to focus, he needs to stop feeling bad for himself, and he just needs to get back to the drawing board and hit the gym. He needs to get that hunger, right? And not the yeah. one that's on the plate. Uh, not the one that's on the plate. So Andy you know? Ruiz, Andy Ruiz apologized for you know getting more fat, uh, for partying. You know he said you know he he'll be in shape next time for the third fight. Personally, I don't need to see it next time. Uh, I would have preferred to see it next time if AJ knocked out Ruiz. I don't need to see it next time now that Andy Ruiz has proven that he's an undisciplined fighter like you got to be training 24 7 3 6 i will not 24 7 you got to be training year round if you're if you're an elite level athlete there's no excuses you know i mean he was already overweight and out of shape for the first fight uh he was 14 pounds fatter for the second fight all right so he apologized to his fans one thing i'd like to get off really quick because we haven't really addressed it this great setup that we have here uh kenny put this all together for the most part i Helped out a little bit, but Kenny did almost all of it. And the reason we're having so many issues is because my computer is really a piece of shit here at my house. So uh, (laughs) it couldn't handle what we were trying to do. It's not that bad. Uh, We're working on it. We're working on upgrading it, but Kenny's got the uh, very expensive top-of-the-line Lamborghini uh, PC in his house. (laughs) Um, I've got the uh, Toyota Corolla of the PC world. And the Toyota Corolla stalled and broke That's down. That's good on gas, and, though, man. Come on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty good on gas. I mean, yeah. the, the speed ain't too much. On, no, no, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, I'm just an <laughs> IT guy. So, you know, I, I, as an IT guy, uh, we spend a lot of money on, on technical equipment. It's just, so, you know, it's, it's, don't, don't, don't feel any type of way about it. We are upgrading yours, so we'll be good. We'll be good. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, regarding Andy Ruiz's apology, uh, I don't accept the apology, bro. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't. Uh, I, you didn't let me down. You let yourself down. You, in your interview, you keep on saying, "I'm sorry to my fans. I'm sorry to uh, my Mexican fans, my culture, my family, my country." You need to honestly apologize to yourself. Your fans still want to see you fight. I want to see you fight. You know, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure the rest of this cast would like to see you fight. Just uh, definitely not Anthony Joshua. You need to earn Maybe it. Maybe uh, Adam Konaki or Big Baby Miller. Yeah, one like of those two would be those. a good comeback. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know yeah. what? I was going to say that especially Latino fans, but it's not especially Latino fans. It's boxing fans in general uh, are, are sometimes very unforgiving. And when you hear, especially when Andy Ruiz uh, started making his apologies, my mom called me. And my mom was like pissed. You know what I mean? Because I helped her get the little the stream on her TV. She wanted to watch the fight. She called me up. She's like, mijo, ¿cuándo va a poner el, el gordito? And I'm like, oh, he's going to go on right now, mom. She's, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah. And my mom calls me back and she's like, what the hell is this crap that he didn't train? And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and it just shows you that boxing fans were not very forgiving, especially with that type of excuse. The forgiving part would have been that he went all out. He went for broke, you know? But like I said, it was almost like we saw a spoiled child you know, that didn't want to get up for his dinner. He wanted the dinner brought to him. And that's not how boxing works. You got to continuously, continuously work. But 
Adam Kozowski or Baby Miller, I tell you what, uh, I don't think Baby Miller has been forgiven completely. I don't think he'll ever be because of what he nope. did, you know, with, uh, you know, having the pharmacy all up in his body. So if Andy Reid gets back in shape and he is hungry and he wants to get himself back in the limelight and pay, pay back the fans that, that pay to watch him, that even showed up to watch him, pay the fans back by beating ba- uh, uh, Baby Miller and beating them back. That's the way you get yourself back again in the talk and seriousness. They bring up your name. Yeah. Uh, really quickly, I just want to say thank you to everybody who is commenting. Uh, you guys can't see it. I'll try to embed it on our stream for the next time, or or, or I'll try to uh, create a way so that we could all see the chat. But we have a lot of people who are writing to us on our, on our YouTube stream and the chat. Oh, that's cool. Uh, all right, well, you know yes, what? I'll bring so it up they, on my monitor right here. I'll bring it up on my yes, monitor. Yes, yes, yes. Next time, I'll try to figure out a way that uh, we can all. Uh, well, you guys actually can view the, the the chat if you actually go to the YouTube stream and log on yourself. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. So thank you to everybody who's commenting. For real, thank you so much. We appreciate you watching us, and we appreciate everything. Hey, Ahmed just told so me right now that your uh, your that your volume on YouTube uh, is really low. So you need to pick it up there, Kenny. Is it my volume or is it uh, uh mil- Is mine specifically? Yeah, that's what he's saying. It's either awesome. your volume uh, or your volume in the way you're talking. You know what I mean? Awesome. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I picked up the gain right now. Uh, you should be, uh, he should be able to hear me much louder. Uh, yeah, hopefully that's much more clear than what it, what it was before. All right, let's pass in some fight fans here really quick so they can tell us what their thoughts about the fight that happened Saturday, well, who they think that AJ should go after, who they think is going to happen first, what fight's going to come first, and what uh, Andy Ruiz should do. Let's uh, patch in. Area code two zero one. You're on live right now. Leave a ring. What's on your mind? Two zero one. You're on live right now. Leave a ring. What's on your mind? Okay, we'll try them a bit later. See, uh, so we Sounds have a knockdown like there. Sounds like we did what AJ what AJ couldn't. We knocked somebody out <laughs> <laughs> through the airways. Through the, yeah, through airways. the airways. <laughs> All right, again, if you guys want to call in, you certainly can. 347-215-7590. I kid, I kid, I kid. I like AJ. I like AJ. I like AJ. I just don't like the Lewis comparisons. I'm going to tell you The lazy comparison. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. Sorry, Dave, go ahead. AJ, uh, I know that immediately, especially on our Leaving the Ring uh, Gmail, um, folks were like, okay, we should get the Wilder fight now, right? And I'm like, no, 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 slow down. No, no, no. Honestly, I don't think that's going to happen. I think, if anything, mm. we'll get the Ruiz versus Wilder first before we see AJ step into the ring with, uh, with, with, with Wilder. And I'll, I'll give agree. you my reasons. One, one is Hearns understands what he has right now. Two is he's got to rebuild him back. And maybe spark promotional-wise, but, but I don't think that's what – I don't I'm caught, I might be wrong, but – I don't think they're crazy enough and brave enough right now to go no. after Wilder. What do you think? You're right. Uh, Eddie Hearn and Matchroom uh, Promotions, they don't have a polar bear, a uh, grizzly bear, a black bear, um, <laughs> koala bear. They have a teddy bear. And, um, you know, <laughs> teddy bears <laughs> like to hug. So, you know, people go to night with their little teddy bears <laughs> when they're kids. 
You know, Andy, Andy, and uh, Anthony uh, Joshua, he's a big teddy bear, man. He loves to hug and give, uh, oh, you know, he's, he's a big teddy bear. So, but in all seriousness, they don't want any of that, of that Wilder fight. Wilder, I was watching <clears throat> these fights and I'm like, man, if, if, if Wilder had this distance and these opportunities that uh, Ruiz has, this fight is going to be would be over. You know, multiple opportunities to land straight right. Um, AJ needs to stay clear, but luckily for him, he's got something called mandatory defenses. Um, very popular for champions that don't necessarily want to fight the best opposition. So lined up first is either going to be his WB. Uh, I sorry, his IVF, his IVF mandatory Kubrat Pulev, or his WBL like mandatory uh, Usyk. But what I've heard Matchroom is planning to do is pair Usyk with Chizora. So I think Ooh. first he's going to take on Kubrat Pulev in his IBF mandatory. Then he's going to take on the winner of Chizora and Usyk, his WBO mandatory. And then, you know, he might take on uh, the w- the winner of uh, Wilder uh, Tyson Fury. Although what I've also heard is that the Tyson Fury Wilder thing is going to be a trilogy. So, you know, whoever wins the next fight, they're probably going to fight a third time. So we're probably not going to see any AJ uh, Fury or Wilder fight until 2021. And um, at that point, you know, hopefully he's got even his confidence further than up. That. Yeah, maybe even further than that. But at at that point, I'll see two scenarios. A, he gets sparked by uh, De- uh, Deontay Wilder, or B, he gets schooled by Tyson Fury. So it's like, uh, take your pick, pick your poison. Man, all right, let me let me let me just let, let me just respond to you really quickly. Talk to you like yeah. if I was Stephen A. Smith. No, oh no! <laughs> no, I'm, I'm no you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to put you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna have to push that hairline back, bro. You're gonna have to push that hairline yeah, I'm, back. I, 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 I'm good. I like I like I like. You out here look hair, you out here looking like a like a tall, lean uh, Keith One Time Thurman, but you know don't put yourself into the <laughs> it, it, not, it, not, into not. the Stephen A. Smith category. I'm six foot three, two hundred and twenty pounds. There's no way I'm a Keith One Time TV. Right. But no, just just to respond, uh, I would hate to see Usyk versus uh, AJ. That that to me would be foolish. Usyk hasn't what? proven anything. What? Usyk what? hasn't what? proven anything in the heavyweight class. He had trouble taking the hits from that fat, slow dude. He, he was the undisputed. The he was the undisputed cruiserweight champion. Listen, he was the undisputed. Oh, he was great there. He, well, listen, he brings a huge fan base. If I'm AJ and Hearns, that's the fight I want next. It's a big money fight. And, and you just said it. He hasn't done anything in the heavyweight division. So why wait for a guy to start doing something that looks even da- starts becoming dangerous at the heavyweight division? Why, that, would to me, would be the silliest move to do is to wait for him to get better at a division we still are questioning about. I say take him well, next. Well, I, here's you know, the thing. That, I think that, 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 that does make a lot of sense. I just think that uh, uh, it wouldn't be smart for Usyk to take that fight. Not for AJ. AJ, AJ, yeah. fuck it. Take that fight. Take I don't think fight. it would be smart. I don't think it would be smart for either of them. And I think Matchroom knows that. So, you know, Matchroom's plan was to test Usyk uh, down in, uh, in Maryland a few months ago. But obviously the injury happened. And then he ended up facing a very low-level op- uh, opponent in Chicago instead later on. But 
you know, they're using their Tesoro to test the waters. I think they're using it for two ways of testing the waters. First, a good they're idea. testing the waters for Usyk, right? And second, they're seeing what kind of a threat Usyk would pose to to to, uh, to AJ. I guarantee you that if he looks super impressive against against uh, uh, Derek Tesoro, that really what's going to happen is they're they're going to find another fight for for AJ to take instead. That that's my view. AJ uh, protected. I, I yeah, oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. Uh, the fight that I would really like to actually see, which would build up my dude's resume and make him look that much better, would be AJ versus Pulev. Uh, for some reason, Mister Kubra only fight once a year, Pulev, or once every other year, Pulev. It uh, seems <laughs> like uh, people run from him or something. I don't know. I just, I just don't understand why he's fighting so little. And he's actually a skilled dude that's only lost to Klitschko. Like, I w- actually would like to. That'd be a great addition to AJ's resume. Now, Pulo is the guy that gives the big kisses to uh, to female reporters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and grabs the booty. And so it's going to be the kisser against the hugging teddy bear. It's a good fight. Oh, damn. <laughs> it should happen on Valentine's Day, then. Right? right? That, it should happen right. on Valentine's Day. Yeah, right. <laughs> Next February. Hit him, hit him with the, the with kisser the and the teddy line. bear. Pow, right in the kisser. Let's take some calls, man, right now here on Leaving the Ring. Uh, let's patch in. I believe we got Hamed on the line with us, bro. Are you there? Yeah. Hey, uh, Amanka, Kenny, how's it going? Yo, yo, I'm good, Hamed. How's it going in Cardiff? What time is it there? Like 3 a.m.? 2 a.m.? Nah, nah, nah. It's just just after midnight. Uh, it's not too late. Oh, now. perfect. Okay. okay. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I I was listening to you guys. I listened to the show you did the other day as well uh, after the fight, and you make it a very good point. Uh, I thought it was a close fight, to, like a pickup fight before the fight. The weigh-in was a big factor. Like Joshua came in so light, and Ruiz was so heavy. I did. I still said that it won't make as much difference in terms of the game plan because Ruiz's job was just to knock him out. Like I had so many people saying he was a better boxer, but in that first fight, I don't think he outboxed him. If you're being honest, like once he dropped him, once they traded knockdowns in the third round, Ruiz just was coming after him, and Joshua, I don't think he recovered. Like he he was gone. Like after that round, and Ruiz basically was beating him up. I wouldn't call that outboxing. In this fight, I think we've seen the level, the difference in level. Although I wouldn't say. Uh, Ruiz is hot and cold. He's done this before. I don't know why like so many people are surprised. I think maybe it's some of the fans who are like bandwagon fans, if you call them. Because after that Joseph Parker fight, he disappeared for a very long time. Like I know he had a contract right. issue, but you remember True. that, ain't it? You guys remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yeah. And he, like uh, people are saying, he's been kicked out of gyms. He hasn't turned up to training. It's not a good look. That's that's what he I was eating sushi. Ahmed, you also <laughs> can't forget he was eating sushi off strippers. Like we we can't forget that. It's a key detail. Was the, was that Pule? I thought that was Pule. Was it him? <laughs> well, I no, think Pule, Pule, Pule was was Pule. saving the sushi as well. He was. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> one video where he said that don't tell my trainer he's eating pizzas. You can't do that. Like. Uh, I know a lot of people have been critical of Joshua's performance. I really don't think that was that boring of a fight. Like, if you've seen some of Klitschko's fights, and if you've seen some fights with 
That I don't think it was. Josh was very vulnerable. Even until the 11th or 12th round, I wasn't convinced he was going to pull it through. Like I was saying, until the final bell <clears> over, Ruiz is live. Ruiz is very heavy-handed. The thing was, though, he came in so heavy that his feet were like planted in cement. The guy he had no, he had no foot. He, he, he was no heavy-handed and heavy-footed. Very. I mean, I he misunderstood. He misunderstood that when you become a millionaire, you want to eat in Michelin star restaurants. You don't want to actually become the Michelin man. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. He really, he really disappointed me Saturday, man. He really disappointed me. Yeah, he, he let he let a lot of us down. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I, no, I, think I agree he with you. Himself. I think he I had think a little pull of himself. Like go for it. Yeah, Kenny, go. No, 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 go for it, bro. Man, go for it. I was just gonna say, people who paid or invested in that fight, like even emotionally, or you've been sporting them. I get it, like. He deserves his criticism. Like he was saying, no excuses, and then he stays, says like stuff like that. Then he, yeah. For three then he, put a, he posted a, an excuse. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ask you something, Ahmed. Can I ask Ahmed a question? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Who showed up in worse shape? Was it Andy Ruiz or was it Dillian White? White. <laughs> uh, I think some people are getting over. With Dillian White, that was like a three-week notice fight. I don't know why so many people are talking about that. Dylan White said he contemplated retirement. Like, obviously, obviously he should not be that big. But if you've seen Dylan White's fight, the guy normally does balloon up in... He used to balloon up in weights. Up until I think he got knocked out, but... Yeah. I realize you're from you're from the UK, man, but that, that I don't buy that excuse. I mean... We're live on YouTube for the first time. Don't make me take the shirt off. Don't make me take it off. I'm a teacher. I don't look anywhere as bad as Dillian White. Don't make me take the shirt off. There's no excuse. I'm sorry. All kidding kidding aside, there is no excuse for a world-class athlete, someone who's walking around claiming he's the number one contender to the WBC title, calling himself the interim champ, to be in that kind of shape. This is... To me, there's no excuse for that. I agree with that. But one guy was fighting Marius Vak in a fight that was like, uh, I don't know, he he, he almost got knocked off. That's how bad that was. Like He he really needs to go back to the drawing board. But that was like, on paper, a lot of people thought it was a mismatch. Or uh, White was basically just going to win. It It looked like a cherry pick. Yeah, it looked like a cherry pick. Whereas Ruiz, this fight was meant to be the biggest fight of the year. And... Uh, I think big, some people are going o- big overboard with. I think some people are going overboard with Ruiz, although it's on both sides. I think uh, Joshua had to do that. Like I know a lot of people are saying he wasn't excited. I'm surprised at like, how many guys in the media in America are saying it. You got to realize this guy is the biggest brand in the UK boxing. If he was to lose again, that would be such a big blow for Matchroom, for himself, obviously Ooh, for his own career, and. Eddie Hearn was basically crying after the fight because he knows how much that win meant. If he was to lose again, I think that could have been very close to a career-ending defeat. Like, they just couldn't lose again to Ruiz. I do agree with Hamid, you. Hamid, Hamid, I, I, I used to live in the UK, right? Uh, is weed legal in the UK? No. <laughs> uh, okay, because, because honestly, honestly, whatever Eddie, whatever Eddie Hearn's smoking, I need to get some because he's there saying that <laughs> AJ is now the number one heavyweight in the world. I'm like, what? Number one heavyweight? Based on nah, what he did yesterday? Or based on the fight before that? 
Well, who's the number one heavyweight in the world? You talk to me. You, you, Amil, well, you tell look, me who the number one heavyweight in the world is. I mean, Please don't me, tell me Tyson Fury, the guy who doesn't have a belt, me, or, or Wilder, the guy me, who has one belt. To me, okay, I'm going to answer the question, okay? I to me, to it's, question. Either, it's <laughs> either Tyson Fury or, it, or it's Deontay Wilder. It's one or the other. Now, it also depends on, on how much you want to rate their last knockouts because they were both impressive knockouts. All right, so I have to battle you real quickly because no, that doesn't yeah. make any sense at all, my any sense at all, my friend. Uh, if you look at both, if you look at both, yes, Wilder has forty something fights. Um, who are they fighters? And and Fury has twenty uh, something fights with only bro. Two he did. Ba- he did. Well, hold he, on, he did, let, me, let, me, okay. let me finish. Let me finish. With only two valuable names on his on his resume, everybody else on, on Tyson Fury's resume is another clown. So. Uh, if you come, if, if we're talking about who the best uh, heavyweight fighter is, we gotta compare right. who they fought, who they have fought, in order to say who the best is. And right yeah, now, AJ has by argument. far the better resume. Okay, you're forgetting well, one key fact. To as well. You gotta fact well, you're forgetting. You guys are all forgetting one key fact. Uh, the Gypsy King, he did something that AJ couldn't do. He knocked out someone in Saudi Arabia. Let's not forget that. <laughs> who, who are we talking about? Who are we talking about? Who are we talking about? Roman, bro. Ron Strowman, bro. Oh, man. He has like 300 pounds. Come on, man. Give the dude his credit. That's Give right. Give the dude his credit. That's just, that that just killed your whole fight. argument, Kenny. You're done. Let <laughs> <laughs> me put the nail Good in the casket. What's, what's, what's your take on this one, David? What, 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 what do you think about this about the who's the best heavyweight out right now? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, man. I don't think you're gonna like my answer, but uh, and I think a lot of folks are gonna say, "Oh, Dave is is, a, is gonna be a pom pom waiver for PBC," but uh, I gotta go with Wilder, and I'm gonna tell you why. Yeah, same here. Wilder, Erase Wilder him. can be outboxed, but he closes the show, um, and he's he's shown that he really doesn't care about looking pretty. What he does care about. Is landing that right hand. He's showed that he's fearless. He's willing to go through the fire to get the KO. He's showing that he's willing to take on anybody. So I got to give it to him. Now, I could, I mean, I won't make no argument about some of the names that are on his list. But at the same time, we do forget. He came on leaving ring very early in his career. And he came on to stress, to stress and, 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 his, and, and show his frustration in how many people didn't want to face a bronze medalist Olympian. So we got to yeah, take that into account as well, as, as well. So now if you have AJ on your top list, I can't argue with that because that, I think that's what makes the heavyweight division right now so fascinating mm-hmm. is that they all, if you really think about it, every one of them maybe have two or three real recognizable, yeah. incredible names on their, on their resume. Absolutely. It's a triangle. So the way I look Can at I it, you, yeah, go ahead, Hamid. And then I'll make my oh, point. Yeah. So, so, sorry to hear you. I'm just going to say, okay. it's like, pound for pound list, like, I said this, I think, maybe last year or the year before. Uh, I don't think there's a clear <clears throat> consensus, number one. Obviously, with pound mm-hmm. for pound, it's subject, it was subjective. But to a degree, right now, you could say it's subjective with the, about three of these heavyweights as well. And I don't think there's a clear number one. You could argue between two or three guys. Although, in my opinion right now, I just would not put Joshua... One, because no. he's just been knocked out, and he just... No. I know he just beat Ruiz, but... 
agree. A knockout, the way he lost is damaging. Although, Agreed. at the same time, some people talk about resumes. I think you've got to look at what you've done recently. <clears throat> I, I just I, I need to see more from Joshua. If he beats Here, Kula, here's how I look at it. Six, maybe. Here's how I look at it. Uh, you know, Wilder has the most devastating wins. Um, Fury yep. has the best win of all of them when he beat a prime Klitschko. And but he's honestly got probably he might have the weaker weakest record of the three of them, um, if you dis- if you discount the Klitschko fight, and uh, Joshua has the best of the of the competition, but he's got the worst loss. So you he know does. it really it really depends what you're looking at because Wilder and, and and Fury have never lost, let alone be brutally knocked down like yeah. multiple times and 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 and, and lost a fight like that. But then AJ also has wins over Povetkin, you know. Um, he, he's he's got Park. wins over Joshua, Joseph Parker, exactly. He's got a win now over Ruiz. And other than Klitschko, those guys are better fighters than most of the guys on, on Tyson Fury's record and pretty much all of the guys on Deontay Wilder's record. And then the thing between Wilder and, 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 and Fury is that I actually thought that Fury won that fight, but my opinion and you know uh, 50 cents will barely get me a cup of coffee in new york so i've got to kind of discount that and it was a draw at the end of the day so it for me it's really down to wilder uh probably number one uh, fury slightly behind him and then i would say uh uh, joshua was kind of significantly behind the, the second person just because of the devastating nature of the loss he took well, yeah, I'd, pro- the- I'd probably say, can I just say, I'd probably say number one, I'd probably put Fury. Paul Wilder maybe just slightly behind. That's based on, I thought Fury won that fight then. I'm not too sold on Wilder's resume. Because outside Ortiz, I'm not sure if he's got really a signature win. And there are question marks over Ortiz, but I, I still think that was a legitimate win. I think some people overrate that win. And then there's other people who give him completely no credit. I think you need to keep it somewhere in the middle. I think Fury has beaten Klitschko, which was a very good win. I know Joshua also beat him, but Joshua has been stopped. And uh, if Fury is unbeaten, that's why I think separates. Uh, but with going forward, I'm not sure if he'll beat either one of these guys right now. Maybe in a year's time, it might be a different question. But I need to see him fight a guy like Usyk or someone like that. I know people are saying, what has Usyk mm. done? But Usyk, I think... Uh, Huh? They ain't coming for me. I, I, I'm clean. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 um, those just, are definitely just, New York <laughs> sirens. It's either my house or Keddie's house. It, uh, these are definitely New oh, York sirens. It, it, it is definitely my. Uh, it's my, well, you hear the sirens in my home for sure. That's uh, that's outside okay, my window. Okay, got it. In New York yeah, City. I've got my know, headphones on, it so it's tough to tell. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but um, just I guess to, just to respond to that, uh, um, uh. It's a difficult one, you know. Uh, uh, like I, I, I gave my two cents regarding what I saw this bit regarding boxing resumes. Uh, I think, I think that yes, yeah, Tyson Fury is the, when it comes to straight boxing. Tyson Fury is definitely the better boxer out of all three of them. Better resume, AJ. Hardest knockout punch, Wilder. How do you choose who actually wins between those three? You know, yes. Uh, you forgot greatest. You forgot the greatest heavyweight of all of them, though. Usyk, man, come on. Oh, you, if you're talking about the greatest 
heavy, as in heavy, like he weighs a lot, that would be Ruiz. Stop playing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, we have somebody uh, uh, who I think should call in who's watching the stream. His name is Chris P. He gave an opinion saying that Tyson is undefeated lineal champ. Wilder lost to the Dipsy King. I think we all think, believe think, that Wilder yeah. lost. But yep. but you know it, it, we we don't call those decisions the, the 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 ringside judges they 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 made their decisions and we have to. Can you hear me though? Yeah, yeah, we can, can hear, hear you now, man. Go ahead. All right, all right, all right, all right. Sorry about that. I was just gonna say, yeah, I agree with what you guys were saying uh, before uh, cut off. I was gonna say uh, they need to fight each other. That's the main thing. Although I'm not sure yeah. right now. I I don't think people see Joshua and Joshua. Joshua's protected. Right now, maybe going forward next year, you could make the argument. Although I don't think a guy who was put in with a, someone like Klitschko in the 18th fight, I know Klitschko was coming off a layoff, but to me, that was still a big step up. And then fighting guys like Povetkin and Parker, I think those are risky fights. Like I know it's a unification as well. And yeah. Like, I don't think he's... Personally, I don't think he was protected. Like, uh, for someone to... Go in and fight Dylan White in their 14th or 15th fight, and then be put into. I know Charles Martin wasn't the strongest champion. To me, I thought they built him up the right way. Yeah. The bad thing was, though, I think they made some decisions which might not have been the best decisions. Like going and trying to fight Big Baby Miller, and then he popped for PEDs, and then yeah. the whole <laughs> thing with Ruiz. I think they underestimated Ruiz, and they, they were made to pay, but they've got, they've got the belts back, and Right now, I think uh, maybe just try and well, keep those belts for a... AJ underestimated year. Ruiz, though. I mean, AJ underestimated him. AJ's team didn't because they were telling him the right stuff to do on that night. He lost. He just didn't listen on that first round, yeah. you know, that first yeah. round uh, in New York. This time he came in and he finally trusted his team. And this goes back to when everybody talks about when a fighter loses, they go, they need, he needs to drop the trainer. He needs to drop the trainer, you know. Um, this, this, this really reads of why you shouldn't do that immediately. Allow the trainer to make those adjustments, just like a fighter. Allow them to make those adjustments. And allow those fi- the, the trainer to listen. Uh, you should have listened to me. I've always said this. You start, bl- you start blaming the trainer when he has no information to give to his fighter in a corner, meaning that he just doesn't have anything. All he wants to do is they. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, a Teddy Atlas speech. You know, uh, we're firemen, we're firemen, but there's really no direction <laughs> of what to do. That's when I start questioning the trainer. That's when I start saying, I think we need to replace that guy. But his trainer was giving him all the right answers, even in that first fight. And the second fight, he actually stuck to the game plan and he trusted the process of a plan that was already given to him the first time. Yeah, uh, I, I, I can definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. I just have one statement to say, and that uh, uh, regarding uh, uh, something that Emil Carr said earlier, which was that uh, uh, Anthony Anthony Joshua is not the best out of these guys because he took the ugliest defeat. He's probably the only one that's gotten a defeat. But I must tell you, a champion is not undefeated but undaunted. All right, so take notes, write that down, make sure you listen. All right, that, that, that's valuable information right there. <laughs> Kenny. I think Kenny has him number one. Kenny, you can make an argument. Like I said, I don't think anyone's definitively right. Uh, going to the trainer, no. I think Chris, 
personally, uh, like, this might happen with Ruiz now. Ruiz might get rid of his trainer. I think that's not the right thing. If you're, if you're not listening to your trainer or not following the instructions, then that's on you. Uh, McCracken, Robert McCracken, I think, was, I think, uh, what was the word? Like, over-criticized that first fight. That wasn't his fault. Uh, that was the fighter who wasn't listening to the trainer. Right. He, he was... He was. It was down to him. He was the one who not wasn't the one who was following the game plan. I thought like Lennox Lewis was one of the main guys that called McCracken out. I think that was bad. He should not. Well, based off one yes, of yes and no. Yes and no because I really but don't I'm, think that Robert McCracken trained him the way that, that he needed to be trained for that first fight with Andy Ruiz. And what I mean by that is. Yes, Andy Ruiz was brought in on a few weeks' notice, but at that point, the uh, the training, you know, really needs to be adjusted. And I think one of the main differences between Andy, uh, sorry, Anthony Joshua in the first fight and the rematch was uh, the jab. It's specifically the placement of the left hand. In the first fight, he was holding it really low, um, like almost <laughs> down by his waist. And I don't know if mm-hmm. that's something that they had been doing in training, but it's something that definitely should have been corrected uh, in training. So they had a bit of time. They brought in different sparring partners. They knew what they were getting themselves in for, for the rematch. So I think he kind of redeemed himself. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think you can say that Joshua was prepared well for that first fight with Ruiz. I agree. Yeah. I agree with you. Cool, can I see uh, – I just want to say this uh, before I drop off. I'll let you guys get to other calls. With the weight, I think I think that was the bad thing. Like, Ruiz came so heavy and the <clears> fight <throat> was like a, a 10 rounds to two on my card. I think some people had the 11-1 or a shutout. I do think Ruiz won one or two rounds. But that was not the golfing class between the two. Uh, Ruiz came in so heavy and Joshua was right on the money. But if Ruiz was in better shape or the one that turned up on June the 1st, uh, you might have seen a more competitive fight. Uh, whether or not it would have been enough to beat Joshua, probably not. I think uh, AJ is the better boxer. He's the more consummate professional. And I think that showed on the night. With Going back to June the 1st, I think <laughs> even if AJ was in better shape, slightly better shape, mentally I don't think he was right that night for someone like Ruiz. I don't think he was prepared that night to fight, to be in the fight of his life. And I think Ruiz that night, probably would have beaten a lot of the heavyweights. With AJ that night, he was way too big. That would maybe come down to weight and preparation. But mentally, I think he was nervous. There was something definitely not right with the guy mentally. And he thought he could just walk through the guy. The whole pressure maybe have got to him. But I think sometimes some guys need a loss or a bad loss like that to bring him down to earth. And I heard him on, I think it was the Steve Bunch podcast. He was saying after that fight, he kind of now knows what to rectify what went wrong. I think before some of the wins probably got to his head because I think when you're beating everyone and you're knocking everyone out and got 80,000, 90,000 fans cheating you, you're probably not making some little adjustments which you still need to do for each fight and each opponent. And I think yeah, I heard him say that as well in the yeah, uh, in the in the in the podcast with Mike Costello and Steve Munz. Great podcast, by the way. If anyone wants to check it out, it's BBC. Uh, Radio 5 Live Boxing. Um, but here's the thing, Hamed. Do you see him defeating Deontay Wilder? Are you confident, as somebody out there in the UK, that AJ can beat Wilder? If they fought think... today, 
No, I'm giving my answer first. Sorry for skipping. <laughs> rated on the I one, agree. rated quantitatively. Give me a zero through ten score. How confident are you that he can defeat Wilder? Oh, what right, you saw? He just said, right now, said no. Right okay. now, I think Wilder knocks him out. I think maybe in twelve months or say one more fight. I still, I've always said it's probably a fifty-fifty based on. I'll say two or three things. One, I don't think Wilder's fought anyone who hits as hard or anywhere near as hard as Joshua. You could make the argument vice versa, but Joshua has fought a guy in Klitschko who I believe had more knockouts than Wilder had fights and was a much better technically fighter. Whether or not he hits as hard as Wilder, we'll probably never know. I think you can make an argument Wilder probably hits harder than Klitschko based on some of the guys who have sparred or fought or one of them or both of them, whatever. But... I would probably say still is a 50-50 fight based on what Joshua doesn't move his head, but if Joshua hits him, I think Joshua could knock him out. I'm not sure if anyone else hits as hard to stop Wilder right now, but you never know. I still really want to see the Ruiz-Wilder fight down the line. If Ruiz could keep his head up and maybe have a fight with someone like Wilder, stylistically, that would be a very good fight. I know people... I've criticized Joshua because he couldn't stop uh, Ruiz. I just don't think he got the power and Ruiz is way too tough. But if Wilder was to fight him, that would be an interesting factor. I would say Wilder's probably favorite, but if he could knock him out, that would be a very good statement because I think Ruiz probably got the hardest whiskers right now, a heavyweight. Um, Thanks for taking I, my call. I appreciate it. talking to thank you. Thank you, thank Great show. Thank you, brother. Greatly appreciate it. Um... Yeah. Well, I'll tell you uh, this really quick. Yeah. Go for I'm it. I'm going to say this really quick. Uh, five guys, you want to call in, certainly can. 347-215-7598. Definitely how man always, as always, comes on and gives us a lot to think about. And um, I'll let you guys answer his, uh, what he had, his, his, his final thought. Uh, but about a few more minutes, we're probably going to end up changing the subject. We're going to patch in another fight. He's going to talk a little bit, hopefully, about his thoughts about Andy Ruiz and uh, Anthony Joshua. But I want to move on and talk about Terrence Crawford after this and, uh, and, and, the, and the Charlos. Um, I think we, we need to touch a little bit on, on Charlos' fight this past Saturday. It was on Showtime, but also coming up this week. Let's not forget, we got some fights coming up with uh, Terrence Crawford. So let me patch in really quick. Uh, 20, 209, you're on live right now. Leave a ring. What's on your mind, brother? Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Uh, about about the Anthony Joshua fight, you know, I, I know a lot of fans were complaining that it was boring, but but you know what? I I actually kind of liked it. I mean, I saw a guy had a plan. Uh, he was executing it, doing a good job executing it. It was up to to me. It was up to Reese to adjust, and he just didn't adjust. Didn't adjust. I mean. You know, it's, yeah, it's a lot easier for me to say, you know, because I'm on my couch, you know, you know, eating the slurpee and stuff like that. You know, I mean, he didn't, he didn't uh, cut off the ring. He just followed him around the entire ring. Uh, uh, you know, I, I mean, what can you say? Joshua, there's a lot of money involved. He's there to win. He's not there to make it a bar fight. Um, that, that's my thoughts. I mean, I thought it was a well-executed plan. I mean, what more can you say? It was stick and move, hit, and don't get hit. I mean, how it builds. That's the sweet side, I, maybe, sur- you know? That, that's, I, I'm just surprised Andy Ruiz did not adjust. I mean, you know, at least, you know, 
I mean, well, what can you say? Uh, Joshua was just moving around. He was, he was light feet, quick feet. I mean, he, he uh, did a good job. I'm not surprised. His plan. Ruiz yeah, never yeah, wanted. You know what? Oh, Ruiz never decided or even tried to interrupt the the flow that AJ was doing. That, that I don't think he was capable. Problem. I don't think he I was capable of either. doing that. The way the, I you think know, the weight made wasn't. him a little immobile. The weight made yeah, it hard for him to move that, all that. around the ring, cut off the ring. So, sorry, sorry. Continue. No, no, it's okay. I mean, you know, I, you know, I sparred like like people that were smaller than me, quicker than me, uh, faster than me, and, and and one thing that really sucks is when you're trying to punch them, they're out the way, they're out the back door, they are gone. I mean, the minute you move your fist, they're boom, gone. And it's like, wait, wait, just wait, man. <laughs> you know, let me hit you. <laughs> you know, I, I sparred stuff like that. But, I mean, you know, one thing you can do is cut off the ring. If they're moving to the right, cut them off. And then when they move to the left, you know, cut them off again. Um, but, you know, like I said, it's easier for me to say, you know, I was, you know, enjoying the fight. Oh, I want to ask you guys. Did, did you got to be, you gotta be shape to be able to do that, though, and you got to huh. be able to switch angles quickly and have fast Yeah, speed. yeah. So, what what was your question? Sorry, I didn't get to hear that. Yeah. Did you guys have any streaming issues? Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go to the, the Español uh, uh, channel, dude. I mean, I, and even on there, it keeps pausing, losing audio. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. I was really just, I thought maybe it was the weather. You know, because it's been it was pouring uh, like crazy on Saturday here in in, uh, in where I live at in Northern California in Riverbank. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, uh, uh, I I have a, a Xfinity uh, a cable and and that I was watching I was watching it through my Xfinity apps, right? So it's basically a hard line going to Xfinity and it kept loading on me. I'm like, what the heck? So what I try to do is I said, okay, well I'm gonna try it on my Fire Stick, see if that's okay. And it wouldn't let me do it. It said I had too many thing, too many uh, users logged in. I'm like, what the hell? I'm the only one using this. And it just, I mean, and this is not the first time I have problems with the uh, zone. Out of all the apps that I have, uh, Hulu, Disney, uh, ESPN Plus, um, I mean, you know, just uh, Netflix. This is the one that gives me the trouble the most. So I'm actually thinking. Whether these people are skimping down on their technical uh, uh, finances or money that they use to for technically, you know, to run their streams through, whether they're financially strapped to where they're uh, cutting costs in that, you know, I, I, I don't know. But, you know, I wonder if they really do have the capability of providing people a nice, clear stream. I mean, I, so far, I haven't had it. I mean, I've, I mean the big five, forget about it. Huh? I, I I was mobile. I was on the go. I was uh I was at an event with my frat brothers, and I was actually watching uh watching the fight through my through my phone uh on the on my 4G connection. I didn't have a single problem. I, like it, it streamed in like pure quality. It looked really good on my phone. So I I'm surprised to hear that you had problems from like you know well, uh, like was... computer or the or the or the um amazon device well this was the first time for me i'll I'll tell you that it was the first time for me that there was having a lot of problems with it and like i said i thought i thought the weather was contributing the problem to my stream and now to hear that a lot of folks were having problems with it yeah it raises up concern but like i said this was the first time so i'm not going to complain too much 
you know, and and, and I'm only paying nine bucks. I mean, ten bucks a month. So, you know, I'm still feel like I'm getting my money for it. You know, uh, no, I if you. I had to pay twenty bucks, if I had to pay twenty bucks, then, then I'd probably catch it on the radio. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, no. for ten bucks a month, for ten bucks a month, I, I feel like I'm getting my money for it. Um, now, uh, where where do you guys think uh, that uh, Reeves is, is uh, going next? I mean, obviously, my guess is he's going back to the PVC, and his fights most likely will probably be pay per view, whatever. Um, I hope not. Personally, yeah, yeah. Personally, you know, uh, I I probably wouldn't buy his pay per views, but I wouldn't I be think surprised if would. See, I don't yeah, think anybody will I, I right be, now. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. well it's just the, the the cost of the pay per views. They're like seventy five bucks, and you know, it's it's hard to justify one fight when you could pay well, months and months and months. Especially well, you'll end up on a wild for a guy who just let you down. You'll end up on yeah. a wild pay per view. You know, on the undercard of a while, I could see that happening. But yeah, more likely, yeah. I think I think we're going to see him on 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 Fox Sports or even on Showtime. I mean, Showtime hasn't really released their schedule yet, uh, except for the Danny Garcia fight uh, that they the first fight that they have scheduled. But I I don't I don't see Ruiz right now. I mean, they this is a serious this is going to be a serious sit down with Andy Ruiz and. And PVC, they're gonna have to really sit down with them and say, okay, what what is your plans? What do you want to do next? What do you want to go after? So, because right now Ruiz has really no, uh, and in that performance and the way he came in and the way a lot of folks feel they disrespected the sport, he doesn't have a leg to stand on to make any serious demands at this moment. Yep, yep. I I, I think he should uh, uh, sign with the zone. Forget PVC. Forget pay-per-view. <laughs> Nobody's going to pay to watch a pay-per-view. People would rather pay the $10 for the zone app and get you on the undercard somewhere or get you on your own card, but with the $10 that they're already paying. It's not that I he's watch, you. Also, he, he's... I, I say this too, though, Kenny. zone. why wouldn't they want him back on? If he's going to make yeah. a return, zone needs spikes. zone needs to put him on. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, Baby Miller would be the, would, would be the obvious choice, in my opinion, or Adam... Uh, Kozowski, who throws a lot of punches, would be my choice to get him back on there to see whether or not he did learn his lesson and he's full form, he's ready to go. If not, hey, I don't mind wasting ten bucks on seeing him on an app. The other yeah, issue, you know what, uh, for sure, is that the kind of the purse that he'd want is not something that he'd be able to get fighting on FS1 or on Fox if he's with the PBC. Uh, Showtime hasn't put on a really high-level fight uh, in a while. They, they, with their budget, likely would not be able to pay him the kind of purse he'd want. So he'd have two options, really, which would be like a Fox pay-per-view. And I don't see enough people wanting to buy that pay-per-view. Or like Kenny said, his, his other option would be to go to a streaming service uh, like The Zone. But the question there What's is because he's an Al Heyman fighter. No, no, no. I, there's no way he does Al Heyman, who's his advisor slash manager, would let him sign a, a deal with with ESPN, ESPN Plus, um, and you know he may not even be able to fight long long term in terms of contractually with the uh, zone either. So, you know, but you're right. I mean, the zone would kind of make the most sense for him because they have a bunch of heavyweights, especially European guys, that they'd be able to put him in there with. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. 
I, I, yeah. I think people willing to do it. Well, I, you know, PBC would be willing to do it because if PBC goes, hey, these guys are willing to pay them to be on their stream, and I don't, nothing comes out of pocket for me. Why not? It makes total sense, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All right, guys. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I would like to see them on my uh, on my subscription, my my uh, the zone subscription. I I really would. Um, yeah, it would it would be dope. It would be cool. Yeah, it'd be dope. All right, gentlemen, thank you very much. Uh, uh, I'm gonna stay here on the phone, uh, listen to you guys uh, uh, while I drive on the way home. Uh, All right, brother. Uh, a great show, gentlemen. All right. All right, man. Thanks. I'll, thank I'll, you so I'll, much. Thank you so I'll much. See you guys next week. All right. All right. Bye. Sounds, Sounds good. good. See man. you then, brother. Let's patch in some more Take fight. Care. Thank uh, you for fight calling. Here. Let's patch in some more fight fans here on Leaving the Ring. Uh, you guys want to call in three four seven two one five seven five nine eight? Let's talk AJ Ruiz. Uh, which way do they go? Who do they fight next? Do you want to see Ruiz back on? The zone or not? Uh, let's patch in area code 510. You're on live right now. Leave what's on your mind, brother. Hey, David. Hey, Kenny. Hey, Mel Curtis. Fernando over in Richmond. How you guys doing? Hey, Fernando. How are you doing, bro? Good, man. Uh, uh, following up with uh, what Troy said, you know, like, first of all, I bought, like, a, a used Apple TV from Craigslist, and that thing hasn't given me a problem. I've had the zone, like, pretty much since day one, man, since I think Joshua fought, I think, the Redskin or whatever. And it's never given me a problem. You know, it's been pretty smooth with the, with the newer Apple TV. And, Most uh, of the people that I've heard it have had... Like a, sorry, go ahead. Huh? Go ahead, Mokram, I was just going to say, most of the pe- people that I've heard with issues have been uh, people with uh, Amazon Fire Sticks. I have Roku, and it's been fine. Yeah, so sometimes I think it's just the people's devices, you know, working perfectly, maybe. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know it really is. Uh, Another thing, going back to like the whole thing. First of all, I'm like, you know, I called you the first day, and uh, David, and I told you, man, it wasn't a good look him being 15, 16 pounds overweight, right? right? Like I was already dubious of the guy, right? And he didn't let me down, man. He really disappointed me. Uh, like this is the part that people don't understand, man. Like me as a boxing fan, right? Like uh, when somebody does this, right? When they don't come in like a, a decent way of fighters and do that, he's the main event. You're really letting down the fans, man. Because I'll give you an example. I went to uh Corrales Castillo, the first one, man, had a great time, great fight, you know, very lucky, you know, blessed to be there. And uh, I had such a good time. My cousins went to the rematch, right? They went to the rematch, like, a few months later. And if you remember, Castillo came in overweight, right? Right. And it kind of, yeah. like, mm-hmm. put a damper on the whole weekend for them. Yeah, it ruined the whole week. They, you know, they took air, they flew out there. They got hotel rooms. They paid for the tickets. And Castillo ruined the whole weekend for them. And he knocked out Corrales. I, came, like, dude, around I was like, that, you know. I was like, what fucking balls this Vato has right now to say, sorry, man, after three, three months of party wouldn't affect me. I was like, <clears throat> dude, Ruiz, like, what were you thinking, bro? I mean, I don't know, I'm man. a bit political at least, you know what I mean? I mean, he goes, I don't want to yeah. make any excuses. I don't want to make any excuses, but I had a little bit too many snicker bars, you know, than I should have done in, during training camp. I just was like, I honestly... Like I said, I felt embarrassed for him, but at the same time, I was a little pissed because just like like you, Fernando, I'm like, bro, we tune in to watch a professional fight, and for you not to tune in to perform, what's the point of watching you? And then, you know what? I'm not a bandwagon fan. Everybody that tunes in to leave the ring are not bandwagon fans. We're true, hardcore boxing fans. This is what we do. This is what we like, you know, and for 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 you to just say, sorry, guys, but if you give me another chance, I'll make it up to you. It's like, come on, bro. 
Come on. And you know what mm-hmm. the shitty part, though, is, guys, is that uh, we're actually saying, well, when we're going to see him on the zone or we're going to see him on Showtime, you know, we are the battered girlfriend. That's the thing, though. How does, how does the promoter put Andy Reef on pay per view, for instance, right? Because if he comes in at fucking 268 or 270 again or 280, that pay per view is dead right there that Friday in the weigh in, right? And how do you sell tickets yeah. to that fight, right? I'm, I'm speaking about myself, man, because we were so excited about Andy earlier this year, right? Like, we're like, oh, when he comes back to Las Vegas or LA, we're there. If you were going, we're going to get rooms, we're going to get tickets, we're going to have a good time. Now, hell no. Why? Why am I going to put thousands of dollars out to go to Las Vegas or whatever and cross my fingers the whole way that he doesn't come in fat? You know, I'm not doing it. I'm not a sucker, you know? Yeah. And no, I was like, already expecting him like to come promoter? in fat. Really quickly, before we continue forward, before we continue forward, I, you know, I I have to take my moment. I have to gloat just, just a little bit. I have to take my moment, and you know, I have to let these guys know I was the only one that was going for AJ. I said he was going to win the fight from the get go, from the start. Before we saw the way in, and everybody was against me. I just got to take this credit because I don't usually win. <laughs> all right, all right, you, Fernando. You guys think that's what I talk about here on Leaving Ring, bro? Yeah, yeah. One of the things, I'm, you're not, you're not, uh, Kenny, you're not the only AJ fan. Man. I got this one because of uh, AJ, man. I'm a fan of his too, man. Like, you know, it's all things, you know, that we don't love him out here, man. We do. We love all. No, all no, I believe you. That's another thing too, right? Like with uh, with AJ, man. You know, like people are like, really down on him that he that he like kind of stunk it out, or whatever. To no. me. That's just, he just showed a new facet to his game that he didn't have before, man. And I, yeah. To be honest, I think this is more like uh, Leonard Durant, too, right? Sugar Ray, he kind of stunk it out against uh, Durant in the second fight, but that wasn't his mentality. He didn't stink it out every fight after that. And I don't think AJ will either, man. I think, depending on the situation, he's capable of like, kind of taking the arrow out a little bit and then going back and being yeah. aggressive, you know, during a fight. You know, so I, actually, I, I was kind of amazed he like, brought out a new facet of his game, you know, that he didn't have before, you know? That defensive style, which is really cool, man. You know, it shows he has more skill that people give him credit for. You know, it was a good game plan. You know, I, th- so, I think the only people know, that so- did not give, sorry, I think the only people that did not give AJ credit for this fight is the casual boxing fan, not the serious boxing fan. The serious boxing fan understands what AJ did and why he did it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so it's also just a bitter. The, the bitterness of, a, of, a, of too. I mean, unfortunately, in boxing, we have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, fans that are in love with either a particular fighter because of their ethnicity and, or where they're from, and they don't watch anything, any other, any other of the fighters around. It's a world sport, you know. But uh, for now, we're going to let you go, bro. I, I appreciate the call, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. We have a lot of calls here, man. So if we don't get to you, I apologize. I'm trying to get to everybody as fast as I can here. Um, you want to call in 347-215-7598. Haters have opinions. Call back in, bro. I I apologize. I'll get you in as quick as I can. Can But let me take – let me. what what was that? Sorry, go Go ahead. I was just going to ask you guys uh, if you saw the – the uh, Navarrete uh, Horta fight and what you guys thought of it because I got a few opinions about that too. Didn't watch. You didn't on, watch it? On I, ESPN. I, I, yeah, I, I watched it. it. Yeah. I watched uh, it. Stuff I, was at, I was at an event. I, could, I couldn't watch it. So I was at an event. At an I, event. I, tweet, I tweeted this. I tweeted this um, Saturday. Obviously, this was a kind of a showcase fight for Navarrete, who's like a very 
offensively minded, um, exciting fighter. It was like a showcase fight pretty much for him in his hometown. But I got to be honest, I didn't like the referee work. Um, You know, a guy gets hit with a low blow, even if it's accidental, what happens? You know, the referee breaks them apart and gives the guy who got the low blow, um, you know, five minutes to recover. I mean, in the very round that this fight was ended, there was like a really bad headbutt between the two of them. And right. he literally just turns to, to Francisco Orta and goes, no paso nada, and forces him to fight again. Did you notice that, David? I did. I did. But I, I had I a also problem with that, that man. It, it, like you said, it's a, it was a home fight. I think they wanted to have a, a you know, knockout reel so they could showcase it. I mean, a lot of times yeah. when we see that, I, I mean, I didn't expect much, to tell you the truth. I tuned in no. because it was, you know, Saturday night. But yeah. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly about everything what you just said right now. Let me let me patch in. A, um, I think it's Haters Got Opinion here online right now with us. Are you there, brother? Okay. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Well, I talk to yeah, you, yeah. you know. Good, good, man. Uh, can I change the subject to the read real quick? Yeah, go ahead. All right, man. I think Eddie Hearn is a genius. Just want to say that right now. The man chose the right month for this fight. You know, Reeves mm-hmm. was was having a good old time for Thanksgiving, eating up all the tacos, <laughs> all the burritos, he fine, <laughs> drinking all the Coronas, smoking the weed. You know, he was having a good old time. He wasn't ready. You know, he never seen money before. Finally got money in his hand, went crazy. Or yeah. I don't uh-huh. know how many Rolls Royce mansions. I heard his mansion got like, you know, 30 rooms. He don't even know Damn. 30 people, you know? Went That's crazy. where he's storing all the food. Yeah. That's where he's storing yeah, all the yeah. food. Yeah. <laughs> I, saw the man- I, saw, I saw the mansion party, you know, women naked in the mansion party. But uh, wow. last Saturday, last Saturday, um, even Yui Fury would have beat Andy Ruiz. All that running, all that movement, that's that boy got tired. Yui Fury would have shown Shades of Ali last Saturday versus Ruiz. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point, bro. Ruiz was moving. He was moving like, have you guys watched The Mandalorian? He was moving like Baby Yoda, you know, taking very small little steps, man. I was like, what is going on? There was rounds. There was rounds he didn't land a punch. There was rounds yeah. he was just he didn't he didn't he didn't know how to cut off the ring or nothing. He was just following him, and it was it was looking bad, man. It was looking bad. It was man, all that money they got paid for that fight, and you know, to AJ, to be honest with you, AJ fought scared, but he got the job done. But if I was AJ, I would just give him a third fight because it looks like AJ is going to get hit again by anybody. A third fight would be did man. Thing for AJ. <clears throat> I agree with you, bro. That was the one thing that yeah. I walked away noticing and asking, like, I don't know if this guy is ever going to be confident in, again to, to nah, sit nah, in there nah. and trade. He's mentally right? broken. Ment- he's, mentally yeah. broken. Mentally broken. And I, 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 I don't, th- I, I don't think he's him. broken, broken. I think so. I think, and, and this uh, is from the, uh, Yeah, Pardon, go ahead. You don't think he's camacho You don't think he's camacho mm-hmm. Man, he's Adrian Broner right now. That's <laughs> 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 He's not he's not Humpty Dumpty. You know, he doesn't he didn't get busted into a million pieces. But like I said earlier, he's a teddy bear, you know. Yeah. So, I don't think he's, you know, he's, he's going to step up Wilder anytime. No, nah, he's, he's not I, I, ready for yeah, Wilder. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, but, you know, he, he, Josh, he shouldn't Josh fight Wilder. Might, you know, I or think Fury. Joshua should just fight, fight Pavec, uh, Pula. 
Pulev. Because Pulev, Pulev looked yeah. like trash. Pulev, last yeah, fight. I agree, Pulev. Yeah, and that dude has been his IBF mandatory for like six years. You know, I think that's the safest way to go. Andy Ruiz rematch or Pulev, but everything else is just kind of hard, man. And you uh, know who uh, else looks like shit? You know who looks like shit? Dillian who? White. Why? Oh, we yeah, agree like with that. <laughs> that we said that. that. Dude we said like it. Shit. He looked Terrible. like shit without steroids. Oh, my God. Yeah, I did. But, yeah. but even when he used steroids, That's a good point. Rebus, he looked it like shit, too. I don't know, man. Yeah. He keeps calling up. Yeah. You know, Wilder said he wants to kill somebody. He might be the right one. <laughs> White <laughs> oh, might God. be the one. I he shouldn't laugh at that, but that's true. Yeah, yeah. Man, he looked like shit, man. But, you know. Now, his belly, uh, flat, his belly fat was, like, all over the place. It was really him. It yeah. was really bad. It was yeah, really it was bad. Like, he, even Ruiz's belly fat, like, kind of sticks in behind the trunks a little bit. Like, Dillian yeah. White's belly was like all over the trunks. Yeah, yeah. I think Dillian White should fight uh, uh, Ruiz next. That would be, you know, if I was Dillian White, because I pick somebody fat, you know. That'd be Battle a good of fight. the Bulge. That actually be good. That'd yeah, be, that would actually be a good, a good fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I would see the zone is the, the not gonna let Andy Ruiz leave like that. They 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 love that boy over there. You know. Yeah. He's a name. After, after he he age, should stay there. He for should. the be- for his he career should. to uh, uh, be the best moving forward, he should stay with the zone. Anything else would be getting- uh, not too much of a good move for him. Yeah, he's getting paid. The only people I would like look after after seeing last Saturday, I don't want to see Ruiz fight anybody that's taller than him. You know, because just you just got to do what AJ did last last Saturday to beat him. You know, just use. Uh, your I don't know if I agree with that. Well, Parker, if, if, he, like if, he, if he loses weight, if he loses weight, his legs are going to be much better. He's going to be able to cut off the ring and move around and catch up much more. And he was even with his slow 290, 300, whatever pound body, he was still landing some jabs to the body. He, and some he jabs couldn't to cut face. off the ring with Parker though, Kenny. He couldn't yeah, cut that ring off. That's why those rounds are so close. But 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 Parker's only Parker's Parker, only six Parker's three six four. Look, Matt. Usyk will beat Ruiz. Usyk. Um, Tyson Fury, people like that. You know, Wilder only takes one punch to get him out of the way. Those tall people are just too much for Ruiz. I would like to see um, Ruiz versus uh, Adam Kanowski. You know, that yeah. fight. Yeah. That's another like good one. Yeah, or Big Yeah, people like Yeah, yeah we brought both fight. of those fights up earlier. Yeah. I don't know about Big Baby fight. Miller. I mean, it would be good, but. Mm, if, if Miller could pass a drug test, you know, that would right. be Mi- good. Mi- before. Before Miller gets any possible big opportunity in, again in boxing, he needs like five, six, like just whatever matches versus regular dudes. Just, just like as a punishment for for all those damn drugs that he used to try to beat Anthony is, Joshua. He shouldn't get a big he, opportunity where he's gonna get a lot of money. Yeah, the thing about him is he's a smart guy. He's not gonna go fight the top ten. His whole career was based on fighting nobody that he knew he could win, and he got the opportunity, right. and he's gonna go for that again. He's not going to jump into a King Kong, uh, people like that. He's not going to just jump into that. He knows that. He, he won't even fight white. He's a smart dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. All right, brother. Well, thanks for calling in, man. I really appreciate it, bro. All right, All right oh, man. man. We'll Next see you Saturday, again. Terrence Crawford, man. You know? Well, we're, we're going to talk that. about that right now. Right. I wish hey, I could tell right, you I was excited, but I don't know. Um. Uh, before we actually move away from this car, David, uh, and move on to Terrence Crawford and the Charlos and everything else, 
I think that we should give just a tiny little bit of shine to Michael Hunter and Povetkin. Oh, that was because, a good fight. Uh, I think yeah, that was, was a good a, fight. A, I think that was the second most exciting fight of the night, and it probably was even a little more exciting than the AJ fight. But I was so high, so like hyperactive and excited for the AJ fight that that was like everything to me, you know. So, but I think that was probably a little more exciting than the than the AJ Ruiz fight, if you ask me. Great car- fight to have on the undercard. It In was, terms it, of it being was, competitive, it absolutely was. Was it was going to say that? Yeah, ex- exactly, Milkar. You know the thing though too about Hunter was. Uh, did let me ask you guys: Did you guys get the answers of of why people were so high on him about being a heavyweight? Because I can tell you this: No, I I didn't. I just saw a guy no. that's very vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. he, he didn't did, show did. me anything to prove that he's ready for the big boys in the heavyweight division. Look. We knew who Povetkin was. Povetkin was a guy who fought as an amateur, as a heavyweight. Not as a super heavyweight, but as a heavyweight, where there's a 200-pound limit. Um, since he's been a pro, he's been undersized. All right, He's boxed pretty well, but a lot of that we've come to discover was under the influence of performance-enhancing drugs. And, um, you know, now he's in his 40s and is an undersized heavyweight. So I wasn't convinced by anything Michael Hunter did because, you know, look at the result. He got a draw against an undersized 40-year-old uh, heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, he tried to come I out do, of form. Go ahead, Kenny. What was that, David? I missed it. Sorry. No, no, no go ahead. Uh, okay. I was just going to say uh, uh, that I do agree with what haters, of, haters Have Opinions wrote on our stream chat. He said that he felt Hunter beat Pavekin. I agree with that. Although uh, I still don't think Michael Hunter has proven, proven himself. Uh, if he, it, 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 I think just looking at the way he performed against Povetkin, I think that yeah. that Anthony Joshua messed up by choosing Ruiz instead of Hitman Hunter because Hunter would have gone down with a KO if he would have fought AJ. Absolutely, but you know what? Yeah. I, I, just to add to that, Kenny. Um, yeah. You know. You could have given the fight to Hunter on the scorecards, but I wasn't really too mad about it because Povetkin was actually denied a knockdown. There's a point in the fight Agreed. earlier on where uh, he knocked um, Pave- uh, he knocked Michael Hunter off his feet, and the ropes kept him up, and the, up. the referee did yeah. not call that a knockdown. And it should have been a 10-8 round for Povetkin, and it wasn't. So given that it was a draw, you know, I actually think that was a very fair result, considering that if that had actually been called what it was, which was should have been a knockdown. Uh, Povetkin would have won that fight. I still think Hunter. I, I mean, I, I think Hunter landed the, the cleaner shots. I think he was the. It, it was he was fighting at the temple he wanted. You know, this is what I think mm-hmm. where he failed at, guys. This is why I think he failed. Yeah. At. He wanted to make a statement. He showed up the first round. He comes out. He swings, catches Povetkin, drops. Him. And we've seen this happen with fighters. Once they see the guy get dropped, they think mentally the fight is done. It's over. And he allowed Povetkin back in that fight because he thought it was done. It was over. He dropped him. Povetkin looked out on his feet for a minute, you know. Um, and then he slowly worked, worked his way back in. It, it just seemed like, for me, Hunter kind of just threw out his whole load. And then he had to, like, re-energize to get himself back in the fight. And he allowed Povetkin to win, you know, did, seconds and minutes of, of, of rounds that he shouldn't have allowed him to do. You're right, David. I also think that he gave up the last two rounds. And um, it's tough to do that and to win a fight like that. I mean, 
Pavekin did well in the last two rounds. Yeah, Hunter, Hunter, I think, went in there trying to uh, make a big statement and prove himself in the heavyweight division. And I think uh, in trying to make a big statement, like you said, David, he emptied out the tank way too early. And, uh, yeah, that caused him a lot of trouble at the end of the fight. And that's literally what made him, in turn, look bad and make me feel like he's not worthy of a big fight in the heavyweight division until he has a better performance against a 40-year-old man like Povetkin. The reward is too low for top heavyweights. The reward is too low to fight him, unfortunately, for him. Agreed. Oh, yeah, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Where where does he go? I mean, who – who 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 comes after this kid? Who wants to take him on? I mean, I think Ruiz right now has some pickings he could do to to make a comeback. I would like to see Hunter versus Ruiz. I don't know about you guys. Well, I I have to say that 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 uh I I wouldn't want to see Hunter versus Ruiz because uh I have Ruiz winning that one easily. Uh I would actually like to see uh um Hunter. <laughs> You're gonna laugh at this one. <laughs> I feel like right. Hunter needs to prove himself. I feel like he needs to prove himself. So I think that he needs to fight somebody like uh, uh, low-class fights that are, that'll continue growing his name. Nah, nah. Yeah, the problem is like, he doesn't want low-class low, 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 uh, paydays. So that's too his bad. issue, too. too. Well, yeah. too, too bad. He doesn't I mean, want to make stock, he doesn't want to make twenty, twenty-five, thirty, fifty thousand dollars a fight. He wants to be making six figures. So well, 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 that's well, kind of the issue. Then he needs to make himself look better. His stock is definitely on the rise since he was on that undercard and he got seen by all of Anthony Joshua's fights uh, fans. So his stock is definitely on the rise. He could probably demand more of a crowd now. But I have to say, he didn't look too amazing in that fight. So he, yes, he would have more people that would watch his fight. But will people watch I, I don't know, Kenny. I gotta disagree with you. I think, listen, I don't. Okay, in terms of amazing, like, what, like, in what category of amazing are we putting him at? Because he showed up to fight, he came in shape, uh, he showed that he wants to make a statement and he wants to throw power punches. He's not trying to play it safe. Yep. If you put that all together, that's an ingredient of let me see him again. To say that he's got to go fight a bunch of nobodies to, 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 to get to the level of saying, oh, it's, he deserves it now. I think the kid fought as if he was saying, I deserve to get a, a, a better name in front of me. I, I don't see what the problem is. I said, sir, I mean, let, him, let, him, let him have his way. No, he's, he's going to get Cade. Go for it. I was just going to say that the route for, for a guy like Hunter is to climb the divisional rankings and the sanctioning bodies and to become a mandatory. You're not going to become yeah. an optional defense I can see that. for a major fighter. This is just how boxing works. So he's got to climb the division, divisional rankings in one of the sanctioning or- organizations until he becomes a mandatory challenger. And then he's got to prove himself then. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely see that point. I can definitely agree with that point too. Milker. That's a very good point. That's a very good route for him to take because – he did not look good. Like, if you ask me, the person who I was going to mention, which I already wrote in the YouTube chat, that he should fight is Huey Fury. And why? Because mm, that's uh, a good one. Pa- 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 that is a good one. Fought, he fought Huey Fury, I think, right before he fought Hunter, if I'm correct. And uh, he beat Huey Fury up. Fu- beat Huey Fury up. So, since uh, Hunter could not beat Pavekin, then we'll try to beat the guy that Pavekin just beat. Right? Am I wrong? Huey Fury gets yourself a little more experience, and then see if you see if you can beat Huey Fury uh, way worse than Pavet can beat him, and then try to get that rematch with Pavetkin and see if you can show out the second time. The only I like the only that issue fight. I have with that is that he's not really 
ranked. Um, mm-hmm. Fury Fury is not really ranked. So yeah. he's yeah. not going to climb any of the sanctioning body. I think it's a good matchup for him. I do. But I just don't see him see that fight taking him where he wants to go, or at least where we think he wants to go, which is towards a world title, right? So, you know, IBF, I'm looking at the number four ranked guy, Ajit Kabayel, maybe WBA number one ranked is Trevor Bryan, maybe try to get that fight. Um, maybe Oscar Rivas would be good for him because Oscar Rivas is probably looking for a fight and Rivas is ranked fifth. Um, you've got uh, Daniel Dubois ranked six in IBS, sorry, WBO and Junior Fa ranked seventh. Um, they're slightly ahead of him because he's ranked eighth. So he's ranked in the WBO. So that's where he's ranked. He's also ranked in the WBA. So those that and in the IBF. So that's probably where he's going to go. WBC, forget about it because he's not ranked in their in their uh, top fifteen. Um. All right. So uh, I think we've probably spent uh, about just about more time than we can afford on Pavetkin and Hunter. If I'm correct, yeah. we should probably be moving on to uh, Charlo Hogan. That was another uh, great match this weekend. It was not on the same card, but it was another uh, another great matchup that I thought ended with a bang. And I'm a Charlo fan, and that was a bang. Um, I was un- <laughs> I thought it was an impressive knockout until you consider the uh, the opponent that he fought. Right. I mean, yeah. Hogan Hogan's main claim to fame was fighting uh, Mungia in Mexico and and not getting a good decision there. Hogan hey, Morgia, is come a on. guy. Who, yeah, Jesus. Hogan's a guy who moved up from 154 pounds and doesn't carry a lot of punching power with him, so he really didn't pose much of a threat. And you know, I yeah. think it's about time that people start calling the, his trainer out on his bullshit because it's the sec, it's the same trainer that trains Jeff Horn, and it's like his who philosophy trainer? is you have to be unpredictable. Then uh, Hogan. Who- You've got to be okay. unpredictable and herky jerky, and you know, you know, you shouldn't know what you're doing in there. I mean, look, that may work for two, three rounds, but as it's shown, everybody can figure that shit out eventually. If you're a high-level fighter, um, I, I've never been impressed by that guy as a trainer. This herky jerky style that he claims he's invented by kind of mixing up different martial art forms. I'm not, not impressed really by it. What, what do you think, David? I, I agree with you, man. I mean, you know, if if let's say second, you know, two rounds in, and you're not and you're not taking control, I think that's the bar. I mean, for me, listen, for me, the bar is one round is the fill out round. Second round, let's start doing some feints. Let's try let's try to make the other guy, uh, you know, let's see his weaknesses, right, with feints and and, and et cetera. Uh, when you're doing the herky jerky, that's I mean you gotta talk about power. That's probably some of the reason why he doesn't have any power behind his punches. Yeah. Because he doesn't have the time to plant his feet where they need to be. You know, I've always told this to, to so many folks I see go in the boxing gyms and they're you know they're, put, they're trying on the gloves, and I watch him hit the bag off crazy and super hard, and I always tell them like if you don't know how to get your feet underneath you, all of that doesn't matter. You know, unless you have God-given power that, that like, like Wilder, uh, that can just take you out off balance, or Prince Ahmed, it can just knock you out with either hand being off balance. But your footwork has to be in place 
to land heavy shots. And sometimes the herky jerky also, in my opinion, going, you know, all, you know, all this movement, you take your eyes off the ball and you need that. Yeah. You need to be able to read yeah. what your opponent's going to do next, you know? And that's why, I'm, go ahead. I'm just saying, I mean, the minute I hear a trainer say his fighter shouldn't even know what he's doing in there, I'm like, no, bro, are you foolish. serious? Like that, <laughs> what kind of bullshit is that? No. <laughs> You need to have a plan. You know, the people who don't, it's kind of like the president when they're like, oh, he, he's doing things because he's unpredictable and unpredictability, you know, keeps people on edge. And like, no, it doesn't. You know? Right. He, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, the guy was... Maybe was, once or twice, yeah, like you said. Maybe yeah, maybe once, once or twice. Or twice and, and then they figure out that it's a game. You know? It's yeah. Your, yeah. And, and he's not fooling anybody. So, look... Because of this, I, I know I kind of veered off topic with, with the question, Kenny, so I'm going to bring it back to what you said. I, I wasn't too, too impressed by Charlo. I thought Charlo did great. You know, you can only do what you can against the guy who's in front of you, but I don't think it proved anything. I don't think Charlo's any better than I thought he was on Friday, if that makes sense. No. I hear you. I, I think he performed exactly what he expected, which he's supposed to do. Yeah. Take a guy, a lesser guy out in that type of a fashion. It was a Charlo night. Um, I want to see him step it up. I want to see him do bigger things. And, and I eventually want to see guys cross the street. Let's, I want to talk about Crawford and I want to talk about uh, Tofimo Lopez and, and Comey. Uh, I want to go with, with Lopez and Comey first. I think that is the more interesting and better fight. I, I think you guys would agree about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I jump on this one? Go for it. Yeah, of course. All right. So, you know, sometimes when you like people, you don't like them. A lot of it's irrational. I speak to a guy at my workplace who I like a lot. We're very close at work who just doesn't like Bernie Sanders. And you ask him why he doesn't like Bernie Sanders. I just don't like him. Okay. You don't like him. Ah, you know, the way he looks or talks or whatever the case. I'm going to be honest with you. From the jump, I haven't liked Teofimo Lopez. The reason I haven't liked him is because I think he's uh, talented for sure, but the arrogance and the cockiness he has for someone with the record and experience that he has, like the two are just not matching up. Outrageous. And and also for someone like me, whose family's from Central America, the fact that he's, you know, this is probably a little off topic, but I'm just going to say it, is flying the Spanish flag around and is uh, uh, fighting for Spain. I'm like, bro, like, what are you talking about? You're from <laughs> Central America. The Spa- Spanish people conquered us. You know what I mean? Exactly. They brought over slaves. They 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 murdered and and, and massacred uh, yep. indigenous Great. people. And you're flying their flag and and like, dude, stop it, okay? And then it's after you, the last fight friend. with the Japanese with the Japanese dude, right? I mean, right. he got he, 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 he got he he didn't look good. <laughs> no, and if anything, the cockiness level is now on ten when it used to be on nine point nine. I think I think I you think know, his cockiness comes solely from the from from uh, ESPN guys gassing him up solely from that. Yeah. Like uh, he ha- he had that one on one interview with Max Kellerman. Uh, he's been on several interviews where it's like uh, they call him over to places specifically to interview him, not. Like it's not a, a interview like after his fight or before his fight or something like that. No, you'll see him like in isolated places with ESPN dudes having interviews. 
they're the one that they're the ones that have filled his head up with all this gas. You know, now, I, remember I think to his dad has contributed to that as well too, though, Kenny. Yeah. His dad is yeah, the yeah, same yeah. way, very cocky. I gotta tell you this: I like the kid. Okay, I actually, I actually enjoy because I've always said you gotta have bad and good in boxing. That's Bro, what sells the sport. Okay, the story of it. Um, the one thing that I don't like though is that when he has a competitive <clears> fight, like right now with Comey, uh, guys, everybody should be talking about Comey. Comey's almost kind of sneaking into the ring on this Saturday night the way Kelly Powell. Comey's a really good fighter. He's a really good fighter. Miranda, remember, they were pumping up Miranda. He was a trash talker, a power hitter, still was very questionable in his boxing skills. He was riding off the Arthur Abraham win, and nobody took notice of Kelly Pavlik, a guy that was a one-two tall, big middleweight. Right now, the way I'm looking at it is the light is still shining on Lopez, and they're almost forgetting that he has a really dangerous guy by the name of Richard Comey. I'm, I'm going to know about you guys. I'm going to give my pick right now. I like Lopez, but I think Comey's going to humble him a bit, uh, just a bit. I'm going to give it with Comey, though. I think he takes the fight. One for I got, Comey. I, I usually wait until the uh, weigh-in to make my predictions. I didn't do that last week, and I paid for it. Um, I'm not doing that again. Nah. So check with check in with me on Twitter on Saturday or on Friday <laughs> evening, and I'll give you my prediction. I'm not. Uh, I'm waiting for the weigh in, and I'm stretching this out. Yikes! Well, uh, um, I, I, I guess I can see because you know uh, uh, the last weigh in was a little traumatizing, so I, I guess I can understand just a bit. But uh, yeah, no, you know, just off of what I've seen from both fighters and their experience, previous experience. Um, I think Comey got this one. He's the more experienced guy. Uh, uh, he seems to be a little bigger and longer. Um, yeah, I think Comey got this. Uh, he didn't do so great in his last fight, T.O. Fimo. So, yeah, uh, uh, unless he's he's made some drastic improvements in terms of uh, fighting style, speed, and footwork, I see Comey winning this fight, you know? Uh, well, Amilcar, we don't see you on screen anymore. What what we witness what we witness with with uh, uh, Lopez is that that when you have a guy that's not going to let you play that role of arrogance that you show outside the ring in in the ring he has problems. The Japanese kid uh, exposed that he he had problems with a guy that actually was there to win rounds and try to win the fight. Homie's the same kind of guy. I mean, you know, you talk about Mexican fighters, you talk about uh, Central American fighters. Um, he comes from a place where they're known to go through the fire. He did it with Easter, you know, so with Easter Jr. So I know that Comey's coming to win. Unless for some reason he didn't train, then we might have a problem. But I don't see that happening. And like I said, when, I don't think Comey's going to allow Defimo Lopez to be Lopez on, on, yeah. in, in, when they face each other, I just don't see that happening happening at all. So it's going to cause a lot of problems for for Lopez. Lopez is going to have to my, have two game plans, in my opinion. My 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 question for you, David, is who, who is Teofimo Lopez? What is Teofimo Lopez? You said that you said that Comey is not going to allow us to see Teofimo Lopez. Who is Teofimo Lopez? What, what skills does he possess? He well, is just, a guy. He's a guy who's Quick, twitchy, good reaction time, very athletic, can do backflips. Just good power, bro. 
That's uh, it. He good, power, good power, but not like you know crazy like in a way or Wilder style power. You know what I mean? Um, look, the Japanese dude went twelve rounds with him. I'm sorry, Japanese dude. I can't remember your name off the top. I can't of remember my his head. name either. Yeah, maybe um, I'll go put look it in the chat up. room. But you know, he didn't have now. the he didn't have the biggest amount of experience. Now, if he could do that, I have all confidence in Comey that he that Comey can do it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I I think it's looking like we all got Comey. Uh, but um, the guy who Teofimo Lopez previously fought was Masayoshi Nakatini. That's him. Na- Na- Nakatani, Nakatani, excuse me. Nakatani, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think right now it looks like we're voting 3-0 and for, for, for uh, uh, Comey. But like Emil Carse is gonna hold his vote back till next week, so we're just two and zero. But uh, I think we spent no. I never said next on... week. Yeah, yeah. So go, go the ahead. Way yeah, in, sorry. The way in. The way in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The way in. Yeah. So I think we spend enough time on the topic. Uh, don't want to drag it too much, and we have quite a few other topics that we have to discuss in the uh, twenty minutes that we have remaining. So let's uh, right. move on to that Terrence Crawford match. Well, we need to talk about who is Tofimo Lopez. Uh, who is the machine? I, I mean, everybody was high on him, and I sat, I remember I sit back and be like, I mean, what are we, why, why are we high on this guy right now? He hasn't done anything, you know. I've seen this too many times. I remember with like, I remember when, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Matisse. Okay, Matisse. Everybody was high on Matisse. You know, the machine, the machine. This guy, this guy, and I was like, man, I don't know. I haven't seen. It. I still think that he has too many flaws. When they signed on to fight Danny Garcia, more people. Wanted to see Danny Garcia get knocked out because for whatever reason, they didn't like the kid. And I had picked Danny to beat Lucas Matisse. Here goes the green machine, which now it was exposed. What? The last fight, the last two fights, the last three fights. He's not that good. Crawford's expressing his his frustration about PBC. Bro, why are you complaining? You signed it. You signed on the dotted line with Top Rank. You knew what Top Rank had, yeah. and you knew that Top Rank was going to feed you in-house fights. Bob Arum and Top Rank don't play very well in the sandbox of other of, of the promoters. He's never has. If he has, we would have seen Nonito Dornier in the Bantamweight uh, uh, World Series when he was signed. We would have seen, uh, you know, uh, super middleweights if he had any. I don't know if he had anybody in in the in the Showtime uh, uh, tournament. We would have seen any of these guys. And right well, now, you would have also you, seen, you would also seen Jose Ramirez in the WBSS uh, right. at the 140. Right. So he's proven he doesn't play very well. He likes to keep it in house until it's all done. It's all used up. He sucked it dry like a vampire. Then he goes on and looks for other sources. I'm not surprised. Trans Crawford's team made the IQ to perform and continue to be, which is everybody's pound for pound. But outside right now, complaining about what the business move you did, it's nobody's fault. It's not it's not Al Heyman's fault. It's not it's not you know Lou DeBella's fault. It's not the Zone's fault. It's it's your fault. Agreed. I got nothing Co-sign. to add to that. I agree a hundred percent. Cosign, cosign, wholeheartedly. So it's going to be a knockout yeah. reel again. That's what we're getting. You know, and it seems like that's all we're going to be getting so far from from Crawford until he kind of wises up and forces. Hear this out. Forces Bob Arum to go outside of the of the top rank, uh, uh, you know, house. He's gonna have to make him go outside. 
And the way the way Pacquiao made him do it, the way Floyd decided no, to move on and, 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 and said, hey, I can't do this anymore. Uh, Mikey Garcia? Oh, oh, oh. I stand corrected, David. I stand corrected. Okay. Jesse Vargas. He can fight Jesse Vargas or possibly. Uh, that might be an option for him. Who are we talking about? Terrence I Crawford. Bar- I, I thought Jesse was with the zone now. N- that was actually a joke. I don't want to see him fight Jesse Vargas. <laughs> Jesse Vargas. Yeah, I was, I was about well, to say, you're going to probably end up seeing him fight, fight Jesse Vargas. <laughs> yo, yo, if, if, you re- if you rewatch the stream that we have going on, when you said yeah. Jesse uh, Vargas, you see my face yeah. wrinkle up. Like, what? No, no, no. I wasn't. Be- I, honestly, I don't have anything against Jesse. I actually think he's a good talker. But I'm not. I don't really get too excited for his fights. Uh, just saying. But if you look down the WBO rankings, he's got Kavaliskis, his mandatory, and he's got Jesse Vargas, Danny Garcia, Sergey Lipinets, Virgil Ortiz, um, Mika Shoina, Custio Clate. Right, I'm going down the list. There's not much exciting there, man. There's none. There's really not none. Much and right now, there. we don't know what's going to happen with Errol Spence. I mean, they. I saw that picture that was posted uh, that they somebody was able to maintain uh, 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 get a uh, get of him as mugshot. Um, I was even questioning if that really happened for a minute. I thought you know, Errol Spence was like a transformer man because we didn't see any injuries. I seen the picture, you know. I was thinking like this guy uh, is it really true that he really get in the wreck? So, you know, right now, I mean, I think if anything, Crawford because of what's going on with Spence. I think it would be a smart move for Crawford. Tell me if you guys disagree about this. But for him to now start chirping in Bob's ear, going, hey, they're going to need somebody. You know? I mean, the, the, the beauty part is that, and this is what pisses off a lot of folks about Al Heyman. You know, I'm not, an, I'm not a cheerleader for any promoter. What I like Mm-mm. is good fights, okay? But this is, the yep. good, this is the move that Al Heyman did and pisses off a lot of fans, which is kind of weird. Al Heyman took the playbook from Bob Arum. Keep it in the house. Get all the house. fighters you can. Yeah, get all the fighters that you can. Keep it in the house. The, the way we, he did it, was it shitty? Yeah, it was. But you know what? Boxing did not come from roses and, and, and medals and all that. It came from a dark corner. The sport is still in a very dark corner. Two things, two things about Al Heyman. And... Um, First is that he never prevented Andy Ruiz from going to the zone to get right. to get that that pay those paydays. He also never prevented um, uh, Daniel Jacobs from going to HBO to get those paydays. And Amir Khan. I don't. Amir Khan. I don't have an issue with 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 him at all. I actually think he does very well by his fighters. And just to prove a point, you know, Jordanis Ugas back in September, I remember, and I pulled up his tweet. He said. In a tweet, over the years, I have heard terrible stories from managers and promoters that even many were champions, and once they became, become promoters, do not treat their fighters in the best way. But I never thought there would be a man like Al Heyman in boxing. It is a blessing for the sport. That's what Uga said about Al Heyman. And to me, that says a lot because most Cuban boxers have really been taken advantage of by uh, – by managers and promoters, and, and that's promoters, probably right? what he was referring to there. Yeah, so he definitely does well by his fighters. I mean, look, they all break the Ali Act. They all, they, they I mean, they'll point fingers at each other. Golden Boy, Top Rank, Peeves. I mean, 
they all do the same crap. That's what amazes me. But the problem is, is that fans will start making these certain weird alliances uh, among what these, like what Eddie Hearns or anybody. I me mean, again, me. I like good fights. I don't care where you come from. I don't. I don't understand this whole uh, cross the street talk. I don't understand the whole. We don't need to be in a tournament. We could do our own thing. Yeah, Jose Ramirez yeah. is doing great. He's doing great selling out in his hometown. And what he backs up, I love it. But, but guys, it eventually dies out when you're fighting guys yeah. like mean, the mean machine, who should be called the green machine. You know, that dies out. The, 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 the lust that we have for, for a fighter, it fizzles out. You know, the cracker gets right. stale. Right. So I agree. I, I don't even I don't know what, what else to say about Terrence Crawford, except for he's going to get another knockout. He's going to get another mandatory or, or available fighter that top rank is going to pay because they're, you know, they're going to jump at it immediately. While the other guys that are in the welterweight division and across the street, they're going to continue to continue to fight in-house because they, the one thing that they're exactly, the one thing that they're parading right now is saying to Bob Arum and Terrence Crawford is we don't need you. Yeah. They, and they, they the don't need them. They, but it's it's the truth. They don't really need him. And look, PBC he went with top rank, but that's horrible for he top went, rank. He went with top rank, knowing that they had very limited welterweights in the, in their stable. He used a loophole in the WBO to become WBO champion because he was the champion at 140. So he had automatic rights to immediately fight for a title at 180 and challenged uh, the weakest of all of the heavyweight title holders in um, Jeff Horn out of Australia. So, look, I don't really have much sympathy for him. You know, he should fight as much as he can when the contract's over, uh, make another move from there. You know, Ahmed just posted something. I, I remember this fight. When, when Porter and Spence fought, I had said Porter had, a, you know, it was a great fight, great performance. Porter showed up to fight, okay? Uh, Porter immediately should have been saying to Al Heyman, hey, go talk to Bob. Let me get in there with, uh, with, with Crawford. Crawford also, too, should know that Errol Spence is going to finish business with, with what's available, just like what Bob has done for his career, what's available in-house. So Crawford right now should be telling Bob, hey, let me have Porter. You know, if there's no, if there's yeah. no talk of a rematch between Porter and Spence, let me get him because there was some, mm-hmm. there was a lot of folks that believed that Porter did enough to win, that or it should have ended up another way, you know, another outcome. Let me get in there. Let me beat mm-hmm. guy that 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 Spence obviously had some trouble with. That's that's exactly the moves. If I was a manager for that kid, that's what I would be pushing for, you know. But I'll tell you why too, Emil Carr, Why he probably signed. Money says it all, man. Money talks. Yeah. And also, not just money. When, you, when you're being told that your first priority above everybody else and treat it like a king, hey, why not? I'm going to stick to where, where they're telling me I'm first priority. We're signing it, on a big deal with really? ESPN+. Plus. You know, uh, uh, you're going to be the face of ESPN+. Plus. You're going to be this. How much shit was actually sold to him before he signed on that dotted line? Bob is not a dumb man, guys. He's not a stupid man. He's been in the business for, what, 88 years? I mean, he's 88 uh, years old. So it's probably, what, 60-something-plus years he's been in this business. So Bob's not a dumb guy. 
No, I mean, I, they, I, he, he used I, them to boost subs for sure. I do agree that that top that that Bob Arum is not a dumb guy, but Top Rank was a stupid choice for him to choose. Uh, I just looked it up, and his contract is over with Top Rank in 2025. That's like five wow. years, bro. Uh, wow. Either e- either either uh, he's gonna go down as the as the best untested welterweight uh, retiree, or 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 he better start start getting in Bob Arum's ear about. Uh, doing these cross-platform fights where it's PBC versus ESPN because, hey, he is uh, the biggest, I think, the biggest fighter that Top Rank has. This was, this was Terrence Crawford's statement when he signed the contract ex- extension. He said, I am, the big, I am the best fighter in the world, hands down. ESPN is the best brand in sports, and Top Rank is the biggest pro- promotional company in boxing. That, that, that's, that was why, like, you know, his thoughts on why he signed to Top Rank. So it all sounds stupid to me because uh, you know, uh, if you wanted a bigger brand, guess what? Top Rank is really not promoting you like that. They're not. They're they're well, promoting look, the other look. fighters. Top Rank, Top Rank does phenomenal jobs in building their fighters, you know, to a household yeah. name. Terrence mm-hmm. Crawford, you could say, is a household name. They did their job. They did their job. You know, it's like the music business. Okay, if 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 a major label has a mill car, right? And a milk car is selling millions and millions of records. And here comes Kenny, has similar style, but is younger, fresher, and possibly can threaten the, the cash cow. What they'll do is sign, you, know, sign you and then they yeah. promise everything that they said they were going to do. Make you an album, make a, a music video, do all this other stuff, right? All this other stuff. But in the contract, they never stated we had to release release you. Bob knew Bob knew that if 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 what's his name? Al Heyman got a hold of him, he, that's it that's it. It's a done deal for him for his welterweight division, which Manny Pacquiao at mm. one time was in that division. Right? Was in that division. Yeah. So what 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 Al did, in my opinion, signed him, promised him everything, but at the same time never promised, well I'm not gonna work extra hard to to get you across the street. You know, I know that the Crawford fans were going to argue that he's the best welterweight, but here's the thing. Spence, if he's well, if he's well, and nothing stopped him from that accident of performing the way he should continue to perform in, he has a stronger case of saying he is the welterweight, the best welterweight in the division right, right now, this era, because at least he has, what, five, six, seven fighters to continue to, to match up with and possibly rematch with Porter, which a lot of us like myself would want to see again. Yeah. Uh, I would like yeah, to like, see Croft. Croft, yeah, right. we got a couple minutes. We got seven. We got seven left. Uh, you you had, you want to switch topic or you got something you want to talk about? Bring it up. No, no, no. Go ahead. I want to hear what you got to say. Gotcha, gotcha. Um I just think it was, like I think uh, 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 Crawford is uh, an amazing, very respectable fighter. Me and me and Emil actually got to see the guy fight live when he was in the 140 pound division, and it was a great experience. I would like to see him fight Spence. I would like to see him fight uh, um, Danny Garcia. I would like to see him fight. Uh, um, uh, forgot the other guy's name. You just mentioned him. Spence just finished fighting. Thurman. Um, is this Thurman still fighting? Uh, is he even around? I would like to oh, see. No. Him, uh, hey. Thurman's right here. Thurman's right in front of us. He's in the third, third little Jake screen. One time. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Kenny one time. Hey, Kenny. Kenny, Kenny one, one time. time. Hey, Julius, it, 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 it Kenny would really be, quick. Uh, 
do, do us a favor real quick, Kenny. Before the five yeah. minutes run out, bring out your flute mm-hmm. and, and flute us out. <laughs> You know, out of the show, man. Can you do that? (laughs) (laughs) That's his nickname. That's his new nickname. Kenny, what time service? (laughs) Trust me, I've been saying it for a while. I just haven't done it on air. <laughs> he actually, he actually asked me if he could say that on air before. I was like, oh, whatever, man. We have this yeah. Go for it. I don't care. Let's go for it. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Yeah, so, uh, no, it was interesting. I mean, Kenny likes likes uh, uh, Terrence Crawford so much that when he was fighting a, a compatriot of his, Felix Diaz, who was an Olympian, a gold medalist, if I remember correctly. Right. And I was going around telling Kenny, listen, man, you got to go to this. I, I don't understand why my barbers and, and everyone in my neighborhood, all the Dominicans are not talking about this guy. Yeah. You know, he got zero promotion out here in New York. They didn't have a really good crowd. Um, we, the tickets I got were not even very expensive. And, um, you know, but Kenny was, was there supporting. You, you were supporting uh, Crawford that day, right, Kenny? Or, or were you for supporting Diaz? Um, I I was I was supporting both of them. I was like, I was just clapping every time Diaz did anything nice because nobody else was clapping, and I'm Dominican, so you know, so it felt real bad. Oh but uh, you know, uh, you, 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 uh, before before we even went to the fight, you had already uh, brought me up to date uh, um, regarding what Crawford has done, who Felix Diaz done. We saw a whole lot of footage, so you know, we kind of knew that that that. Crawford was going to win, but you know, I was just clapping for the, for the Dominican. It was so bad. bad that it was, it was so bad that there was, I believe he was Peruvian. I'm like 90% sure he was Peruvian on the undercard. And it's like, they had way more Peruvians at the garden than, than wow. they had for Diaz. It was, it was, it was crazy. And I mean, there's so it's many Dominicans crazy. in New York city. So on another show, I'm sure Kenny will explain his views on why he feels Dominican fighters don't get, uh, much publicity or much uh, much shine. Yeah, but, we'll get but into yeah. that at a later date. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, guys, I'm just looking at the – go for it. We're at all, almost at the tail end here of our show. Uh, I want to thank Kenny and Amilcar. Uh, I want to take the time to thank you guys and thank all the listeners and everybody that tuned in to our live stream here uh, that made this possible. Um, like I told the guys, uh, doing a live stream on YouTube – has been something I've been longing to do, and I've, I've, told, I've expressed it numerous times to our listeners. Uh, this is something that we want to do. Now Now i got the right team with me. I mean, I've always had the right team. You know, um, I just needed the tech guy and, and, and both of you guys. I know Kenny put a lot of work. I would have not met Kenny if it wasn't for a, a mill car. Uh, but both, both um, guys, both, both of the guys have stayed up get, doing late hours, uh, working really hard, uh, I talked to Kenny uh, yesterday for a short bit and, uh, you know, he was running on fumes and still trying to fit in, you know, um, everyday activities, man. So I, yeah. I, I, I applaud you, man. I mean, that's just shows Thank how you. much of a real Thank you, David. You are, it means bro. a lot. It means really a lot to hear that from you. It really does. And look, just speaking personally, you know me. I mean, we go back over 10 years. I've been listening to, to your work and, and participating. And when you're not on the, on the, on on the airwaves it's a loss so the fact that i could come come back and and share the mic and spit my my views uh, and and keep this show going it was it was like a no-brainer when we first spoke about it and kenny 
you know, he's one of my best friends. I could think of no one better to help us out with this side of where to go with Leave It In The Ring in terms of bringing in the social media aspect and the tech aspect and the live stream aspect. So, yeah, much yeah. respect, David. And, and Kenny, again, you too, obviously. Yeah, hey, and I'm, I'm just excited. Yeah, brother, I'm excited because now that we got this up and running, now we can start bringing up the other shows that we've been wanting to do that we've been talking about. Yeah. And I'll definitely let the listeners know as soon as uh, uh, we start setting it all up because it's just now building that content. Again, everybody, have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy the fights. Don't drink and drive because you will spill your beer. Kenny, Amilcar, I'll see you guys. Talk to you guys next see week. You. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. See you next week. Thank you for everything. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, Thomas and Caballero. I think that's a drop of peace out. Kenny, one time, sermon about the rhyme. Show me what you got. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>